right about him. I'm always right. It's like when I'm right, I'm right. And when I'm wrong, I could have been right. So I'm still right because I could have been wrong. That makes sense. Come on. Episode 5 1, we in the house. 51, 51, single once. Off a of bye week. You know, we had a break about as long as Tom Brady's retirement. No, we had to we had to break because you know what I mean. Just like as baseball was going, we, we were in the lockout, so we had to we had to be in solidarity yep, yep, with our we brothers. We back, we back. Um, Reese was out visiting um, Tom Brady's former mentor, Drew Bledsoe, and trying to get a run with Jay Crossover. You know what I mean? Trying to see what the what those Seattle streets was like. The shame Zeke's not out there anymore. He's too busy balling up. <laughs> it's amazing that I went out there, and as I'm getting my plane. <laughs> the greatest quarterback of all time gets traded. I'm just like, well, you got me. Like, in my mind, it was a fair trade-off. I was like, I'm on my way over there. He's on his way out. We here. Who got traded? I'm sorry? Russell Wilson. You said the greatest quarterback of all time? Or you mean from in that their franchise? Time. Oh. In their time, yeah. Okay. I, I just needed to be very clear. I was like, it's like Tom Brady did not get traded. He came out of retirement, sure. I, I was confused because we had just mentioned him. Uh, you see, uh, I just checked my watch that doesn't exist exactly two minutes into the podcast, and Tom Brady's already come up. Amazing. No, it was less than that. I said our break was about as long as Tom Brady's retirement. I tried to ignore that one. To give you <laughs> grace. No, you can't ignore greatness. <laughs> like, no, I said in the first 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very clear. I, I, so, I, I, he, so, he, so, speaking of this, because I, I want your opinion, mm-hmm. because when he retired, and and I think you could vouch uh, on my behalf at this point. I'm not really a football person. I paid a good amount of attention because my team was relevant for my entire lifetime. You're a people person. Like, you like people. You don't really care as much about, like, what's happening in the NFL. Like, oh, I like these players. I like this team. Yeah. Like, yeah. Means. There's that. And it was also, like, if I wasn't a consistent Patriots fan, and you can call me fair weather. That's cool. I really don't care. But, like, if you weren't a Patriots fan – you were missing out on a lot of good times. Like when you were from where I'm from and grew up at the time I did. And also my friend group was big into football. So like it made sense, but it was like, I stopped like paying attention. Like I was never going to be like, Oh, let me watch that. This is not a Joe Burrow thing. This is, you know, we're talking maybe Dalton, but like I was never going to turn on like a Bengals lions game just for the, to watch football. Never. I mean, I mean, those are like the bottom tier of the feline species, but yeah, but I'll watch crystal palace ever I don't think that, I mean, my semi-hot take is, I don't think that if you are from a place where a team resides, you can ever be a fair weather fan. That's I true. think a fair weather fan is somebody, if you're rooting for a team that has no connection to you really, and you only root for them certain times, then you're a fair weather fan. If you're from an area, it's part of which your idea. You can always claim it, fan. yeah. Yeah. I think the other thing was like, I, also and I had teams, the self-awareness too, because they won the first Super Bowl when I was like six years old. So like, and everyone would be like, well, are you going to still care and, and be a big fan when they suck? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> but see, to me, but also that's the reason why I think a lot of franchises aren't actively trying to win because we give them our money even when they suck. I think the yeah, fact they weren't that getting like, my money you're not good, I'm not really, paying so. attention to you. Yeah. That means something. That, that shouldn't yeah. be the way it is with sports, but we we go so hard. In the, like, we're fanatics. That's why we call it fans. So with that in mind, mm-hmm. when Tom Brady retired, I said, okay, this is a good reason – because I even the last couple of years I was really only watching Pats games and Bucks games, um, and I was like, okay, this feels like a good stepping off point. Mm-hmm. So I too retired from the game of football, as as far as I was concerned. Not not proper football, American football. Mm-hmm. 
just you know we got to be clear here not football football egg yeah. ball no it's like football it no in england they call it football so it egg ball. <laughs> anyway so i'm trying to decide and part of it might depend on what's going to bother people more because clearly i have to come out of retirement so do i come out of retirement as again a joint brady patriots fan or do i just go all in on brady and be super obnoxious I think that you have to go all in on Brady to be super obnoxious because that's not a good team that he's coming back to. And he, I, I have a weird, I hope I'm wrong. Knock on wood. I think he's hit the cliff finally. I think he's going to get hurt because you can't kind of retire from football. Football is not that kind of sport where you can be like, I'm kind of in, I'm kind of out. Even though I think he was more in than out the whole time. Yeah. I think now with Godwin coming back from a torn ACL, I think with Gronk possibly leaving, I think with his line actually. I don't think Gronk's going to leave now though. I think Gronk's going to. I think Gronk's either going to retire. Or he's going to go to Buffalo for one year. I don't think that Gronk really cares about the. Glory I think. I think. Point. I think Buffalo had a shot when Brady was retired. I think, I think he's Gronk, made it so clear though that if Brady's around, he doesn't want to play with anyone else. But he also said when Brady said he retired that his decision was going to be based off when Brady retired. He did say openly say that. He, but I think it's also because his body is just so. Big is that off. New England I think, training still in him? But no, nah, <laughs> I think I think it's because his body. He can't run like that's yeah. that's like he's a young man who has the body of an elderly person. He just happens to be yoked. I mean, you saw it all of the Super Bowl season. Best probably. Whereas like yeah. they didn't throw him the ball all year. They only did it when it mattered. It was yeah. like, hey Gronk, can you catch? And this then he run? was just he was still Gronk again. And it, looked like, and it looked like he was running in mud, though. Like, it was yeah. like... like he, he, never was he still has it when you need it to. Like, but he, yeah. Like, Aaron, I mean, he who will not be named uh, was always the burner. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Uh, but... All right, do we say rest in... Right, wait, do we say rest in peace? I'm going to start naming random people, and I'm going to see if you're going to say rest in peace. Mm. Mussolini. Mm. There's a threshold of killing before eventually it kind of kind of comes that gray area. If I don't know how peaceful that can be, Bin Laden, probably not. I think again, you got that threshold. I don't who know who Bin Laden killed. Who did Bin Laden kill? Uh, he was well. Saudi I don't know. Saudi Arabia did 9/11. Saudi Arabia did 9/11. Bin Laden ain't from Saudi Arabia. I'd see. See, look now it becomes his, weird. It's like uh, I'm fairly certain that his organizations did some damage. They did some damage, but you can't name it, so it doesn't count. If a tree falls, I can't, I can't name an individual that Mussolini shot. If a terrorist blow up a bomb, I, I, I think what we're getting there. to is because we can name him Aaron Hernandez worse than all these people. See, I I think that rest in peace is like something we say to make people to, to pretend like we're more humane to other people than mm. we actually are. It's kind of like kind of like when somebody dies. Here's what I'll say. Wait, 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 I, I hope like his family dies. is doing well. It's kind of like when somebody dies and you says, I'm sorry. What the fuck are you sorry about? You didn't yeah. kill the person. Well, what, what, about, what, what about amending it with, I hope his his uh, family is doing well? Like, does, does, does like his family. So this like is his I'll daughter. Say. Like, this is what I'll say. I'm not wishing harm on a little girl. I'm not saying that. But like, how often do we think about other people's families who we don't know? So why do I wish... Why do I wish that that family don't? Because in, in the way the world is set up, it's, it's terrible to look at it this way. We're not in a utopian society. So if that True. person is doing well, somebody else is probably not. Why am I wishing that? I'm not wishing harm, but I'm not out here being like, damn, man, I hope one day you, you get a million dollars. I'm like, mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens. Like, I don't wish harm on you, but good fortune out here. And it's sad because Aaron Hernandez will go down as a murderer a gay murderer who used to be a football player instead of a great football player who had a brain traumatic brain injuries 
and we don't know how that affected bad him. influences that were way too close to him while dealing with said brain trauma yeah he's not a sympathetic character sadly in his own story even though i think he should be so i think that is one of those things like rest in peace is one of those because i always but, think about like this too if you die as, as as people say if you die with stuff to do you become a ghost my argument is everybody who died has something to do <laughs> so yeah like what are we talking about here and i think aaron Hernandez is the perfect piece where it's like the people who thought they knew Aaron Hernandez said he could never have done that stuff. And the people who really knew Aaron I Hernandez, met him like, twice. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, like, I don't, always nice I don't know me. if rest in peace is the right word or is it just be like, I hope whatever's going on with you is good. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the right but, but, Okay, is. so here's the counter to that. You know, we were saying how, to a degree, we think that he should be viewed more as a sympathetic character in his own story to a degree. Mm-hmm. Should that not be something where we want to say rest in peace even more than to help carry forth that narrative that people need to maybe change the perception a little bit but i don't know if that person deserves eternal peace i think it's just more i didn't say rest in eternal peace there is there's only eternal if you're dead allegedly you didn't say rest in peace on tuesdays and thursdays rest in in reincarnation i don't know if i want to see Aaron that's back like i'd say what if he's like like, uh, a chihuahua Aaron Hernandez is not a chihuahua. He's definitely a rock waller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. 51. Uh, 51. 5 1. Who you got? You going you, you giving some love to Chooch or, or are you going a different direction? I do, I do love Chooch, dude. Like Chooch is probably when it comes to but people don't know about Chooch. It's like one of those if you know, you know kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, he was, like, he I used to love Mike Lieberthal. I used yeah. to love Mike Lieberthal because he was always fucking grimy from head to toe. Yeah, like, yeah pine tar, dirt, sweat, and tobacco on it, everything he wore. But like Chooch was amazing. But I got to go with a guy who I think is arguably the best player at his sport that nobody considers the best player ever at his sport. I got to go with the God who today could still probably play at an okay level, not a high level, but an okay level. We still don't know what his voice sounds like. Um, we also know that he never won anything because of where he played. I mean, he won individual stuff, but he never won anything as a team. And out of this That's entire talk franchise, about the same he, person. I hope so. Uh, in this entire franchise that he played for, it's the only major player that didn't get away from them when he should have. <laughs> it got to be Ichiro Suzuki, baby. Yep. Yeah. Got to be Ichiro. O- only dude I can think of in baseball history with his first name on his back. Yeah. Yeah. And cool thing about that, too. I feel like (laughs) I feel like the fact that Ichiro Suzuki became Ichiro Suzuki in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. That's insane. If you think about it, like if you think about all of the sports, how they've been like super international in the last 10 years, Ichiro was like the first wave of that. Like they were like this one of the first. Amazing. Yeah, he was the first hitter that I can think of that came over from Japan. Like there was a couple of pitchers that came before him. I say stars. Yeah. Well, he came in and was like year one. All right, I'm winning rookie of the year and MVP. Was it like uh, Shungho Park? What was it? Was it the pitcher name? Uh, Chan Ho Park. Chan Ho Park. Yeah. Uh, he was okay, but I think people just like the fact he threw like submarine style and he had no. That was name. Young Young Kim was the submariner, but he was Korean. See. See? I mean, Park was also Korean, too, but... Oh, yeah, Chan Ho was... So, who is... There was definitely... There was a pitcher from Japan in the late 90s, I want to say, for the Dodgers. This is also a hot take. I think Ichiro Suzuki, 
at his time was still more popular than arguably the best baseball player in today's game, who is also from Asia. Mm. And from Japan. I, I really think that I, re, I really, really think that's that, an like, interesting I, one. Because like if you have think we about seen it, Shohei's peak yet though? Hideo Nomo was Japanese. That's what I was saying. But but we never seen Ichiro on a major baseball game uh, cover. We didn't see Ichiro like possibly win the two biggest awards in baseball outside of the pennant in the um, world. What, what do you mean? Like, what didn't he win? I'm talking about like you got to think like he could he couldn't have won a Cy Young and possibly oh, MVP. Oh, that's really you know what I'm saying? Like that's a different thing. I mean, like, rookie of the was, year and MVP in the same year is still crazy. Oh no, it's absolutely amazing. But I think, but you know what I think they did? This is how I feel about that. Tomo, I remember Oka. that was the other guy I was thinking of. I, I remember when he won that. I remember very vividly they were talking about, but he's older than a typical rookie, so it doesn't really count. I'm like, I didn't hear anyone carry that same energy towards Aaron Judge. Dude, that's how I felt. And I was Actually, like, I did. That's a lie. I, I said that. <laughs> but like that was a real thing that happened. I remember watching it. Yeah, he's 27. Yeah, I was like, so he never played in the MLB. So, like, it doesn't matter how old. If you get caught up from AAA at 27, you ball out. You ball the fuck out at 27. No one's had a batting average as high as him since 2004. And that probably was an off year for him. (laughs) It it wasn't. But I I know because he's on joint with Nomar, who did it, like, a year or two before that. And no one's hit higher than that number since. Ichiro arguably is the greatest hitter of our lifetime. Also, arguably the greatest base runner of our lifetime, and arguably has the greatest arm of our lifetime. And nobody talks about him as possibly the greatest baseball player ever. I'm gonna push back on the arm. He didn't have the best arm in his division. I said arguably. It's an argument. It's not an argument. It's Vlad. You know, Vlad's my guy. I, I'm going to take. That's Vlad. why I'm hurt. No, no, I'm going to take Vlad. I said arguably. Okay. I didn't okay. say it's definitely. Yeah, you, you're right. He he had elite defense. Um, I mean, his first 10 years in the league, he had more than 200 hits every year. Mm-hmm. He went to 10 all-star games. And he played like every game, too. He won a gold glove every year. And he said he could have won a home run record any year he won it, but he chose not to. Yeah, dude was halfway to first by the time he made contact. Dude. Even though he's he 5'11". And he, and he <laughs> never looked like he ran. He never like he was trying. It yeah. was just like a swift. Also had one of the most iconic stances, I think. No, no, when he would when he would come we'll go back the, when he would come with the sleeve. <laughs> that that was something that everyone was imitating. I used to do that and I used to do the uh Jeff Bagwell toe touch when you touch back and forth before you oh, swing. I used well, to love that shit. I mean, yeah. For me, it was obviously Nomar was the one with the batting gloves and then the toe taps there. I got you better. I got you better. I used to do the Ichiro arm sleeve, the Jeff Bagwell toe touch, and I used to the skip Kevin like Sammy Nicholas. Sosa. But then I no, no, I used to skip like Sammy Sosa when I hit oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it. Everyone skipped like Sammy. <laughs> yeah. Who, could you name three different hitters? Like three completely different hitters. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I probably could. I, I that had, one that that had traditions like that. I don't think you could. Um, Pablo Sandoval pre pre pitch. You can't say pre anything. You gotta say Pablo Sandoval. Oh, pre pitch. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're like, like he did. He had like a, a minute and a half. Routine. Let me say pre pinch. Oh no, like no, no. pre pitch. Okay. Pre pitch. Um, he he could have done with some pinches of of. Uh, well, keep going, know. keep going. I want I want to hear. Oh, I wanna sorry, hear I I got I heard I said his name and I immediately wanted to yeah, start I saw, slandering. I, saw, I try to pull you off of. I try to pull um, you off. And then I'll go Nomar with the toe. You touches. can't double up. You already <laughs> said yes, Nomar. Yes, no, because Paulo Sandoval's shit was before he got to the box. Okay. And then Nomar in the box. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to go Ichiro again. No, that's three. You only get three. Oh, 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 oh I was going full. I was full routine. Okay, three. Okay. <laughs> you only get three. Yeah, fuck Pablo Sandoval then. <laughs> I thought um, you were Pablo Sandoval. So, so okay, I'm going to start from the, the end. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Griffey. Mm. The, the Griffey bat down and kind of walk. And look and look yeah. up. But like, the, like the chest And his out. chest was always yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with. Um, so, so what were yours again? I, I just want to. So you had the Sosa. So I have the after. Mm-hmm. I had the Sosa with the hop. You're going to eat your Bagwell toe touch. Uh, on the swing. Row pull up sleeve. So, so, so you basically have pre-swing, swing, sell. After contact. Yep. Okay. So I'm going Griffey after. Mm-hmm. There's so many I'm thinking of for pre-pitch mm-hmm. because there's so like I want to throw a wild one out. But but, but the, the caveat this is what I literally did though when I was like playing like yeah no I'm, th- well that, that's what I'm trying to think of too but, like I'm talking about like would you want to do guy you got to want to do it too okay you can't just be like Yo, pre-pitch Kevin Euclid okay because he had like the hand all the way up yeah. the bat and then he would uh, somehow bring it down like once you what the fuck yeah. just keep it down here it's crazy or would you um, was it who was it. It was uh, was that t- well, no? It was it was Babe Ruth. She was just like this. Yeah, just stuck. <laughs> yeah, that dude killed his wife. I, I think we should talk about that at some point. But he's ha- he's part black, and we can't do that. Um, I'm I'm talking about it. Um, that's racist. The swing. Now nah, I, I gotta go back to my true top. Ten. Not Kevin Euclid. It's still Nomar. It's the toe touches. It's the batting gloves. Yeah, I have to because that's my favorite player ever. And for me, I think the swing, I think the first thing I think of, which I feel like is the most true answer. Are you going, are you going high cut, knee up before you step in a swing? That Manny, used to be the, the thing the, as kids. The Manny Ramirez. Yeah. yeah. The Manny Ramirez. <laughs> that shit was like. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, that was it. That was it. Dude, that was, was that a Dominican thing? I feel like a lot of Dominicans used to rock with that. I think it was a, a power moment. thing. Mm, I never, how, what American did that often? The Big Mac to it? Mark? No, it wasn't that big. He picked his foot up, but it wasn't like the way they did it. That shit was like up to your ribs. Barry never really did it. That's because his bat speed was stupid. Yeah, he saw the pitch in your hand before you threw it. Yeah, before you thought of throwing it. He was like, oh, next inning, all, okay. all sliders? I got it. Why is this a way too long? Harper Guire also was my favorite baseball player for most of my childhood. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm actually Mark McGuire was my first favorite baseball player, and then right after that was Mike Mozina. All right, so he's on deck about to hit number 62. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he lifted I, it, he lifted his foot up, but it wasn't like Manny. By the way, if, if this, this could be a fun thing to do at some point, if we ever get you know, need something to do on these episodes, is just watch old games and then commentate over it. Um, Ooh, be, yeah. But we get we need video to do that though. We can't just talk about. We, we, it. we, we, we can graduate. Maybe around episode of Hundy. When when I when I come up, we actually do it in person. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was it, just a slide. It was like it was like. But, a but small... that, he also didn't jack that the same way. I always forget. I love Big Mac, man. Look at that, Sammy. Sammy. That's crazy. That, that was the game. That ball was definitely juiced. This like, is a question too. This is a question for you. What is what? rules in baseball do you think were the best <laughs> that they basically overrode 
And these, these are the options. I'm give, these are the options. I'm okay. giving give you four options. The juice ball, amphetamines, steroids, changing the mound. Um, my issue with juice balls isn't necessarily the juice balls. It's the inconsistency when they deaden the balls and juice the balls based on who the big free agency class is. I think they do it based upon what games are being televised or not. Nope. I think it's bigger. I think, I, I think it's like, off. oh, DeGrom and Scherzer and all them are becoming free agents. We're going to juice the balls. ERAs go up. That hurts the pitchers. And then when it's a huge, like when they had that huge shortstop class a couple of years ago, they deadened the balls that year. And I think that's why players are furious about it. See, but I would argue that pitchers make the majority of the money in MLB. So it would behoove them to not do that. Yeah, you would think, but it's saving the owner's money. But also, again, I'm asking baseball to think logically, and that's just stupid of me. That's my bad. Yeah, yeah, that's on you. Um, on I lost my head, man. You know we all fuck up. I, I mean, you, you know I'm a Teddy Ball game guy, so I think I got to go with the amphetamines. I got to go with the greenies. Story, man. I love a good greenies, man. I got to go with the greenies. The you got the, you got the two separate like cups coffee. of coffee. You got mm-hmm. the coffee with coffee, coffee without. I don't think I, I don't think amphetamines. I know. I know. What, what if you true. went to? What, what if you went down to Chubby's or Delisandro's and you say wanted uh, provolone wit, and the wit is becomes greenies? It's a good way to start your day. I'm gonna tell you this: there's only <laughs> one pill that I that I wish I could have popped. It's hey, Fetamine is a close second. <laughs> Fetamine is a close second. Do you know what that pill is? A pill in Ibiza? No. Where's that? Where's that on the list? nowhere close i don't want that shit you saw that video he was yeah. fucking, it was crazy <laughs> the only pill that i wish i could have popped red pills, pills man I would oh, oh yeah we Boy, they be talking about loots i'm yeah. like loot, give me a loot <laughs> dude i would have took a loot in a second hey, I got by the way speaking of speaking of loot um have you been playing wordle i we haven't really discussed this i don't i've never played Wordle in my life okay because I feel like I've been enjoying all the spinoffs of it, too. And Should one, I make a Philly Wordle? Uh, what would it be? Draldle? <laughs> <laughs> it would be Wordle, but it would be like W-U-R-D-L. Wordle. So there's one. Because everyone's made spinoffs. Like, there's one that's called Wordle. So it's W-A-R, and it's you have to guess a baseball player. Or there's Poltel. Um, and you have to guess an NBA player. Wait, There's what is it? Holtel? Poltel. Like Jacob Poltel, the center. Oh, Poltel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, there's Very one I've done called Worldle, where it gives you, like, the outline of a country, and oh, you got to guess nope. where it is, and it tells nope. you how far off. Nope. But there's one that someone put me on. It's called Loodle, and it's just fucked up sexual words. Uh, what, <laughs> what friend? What circles are you running in that these are the things you're coming across? It, it was someone that was a part of my leadership team. I won't dox them. Um, but yes, but I, I very so much what was, the, what was the best sexual word that you put in, Ivan? That wasn't uh, right. That wasn't right. Oh, uh, I cunts is my starter word every day. What a Z or a S? Uh, S. I keep it keep it straight. But my favorite one, I think that it was, was maybe the first day where it was thick but with two C's. <laughs> I was like, this is what they put in their their game. Anyway, this kind of ingenuity, we could have solved cancer by now. That, that, that's an interesting conspiracy. Have we solved it? I don't think so. 
I don't think we care. So I think we solved eight. Because uh, I've heard people argue that uh, they think that people just get be keep getting paid by the uh, drug corporations to not share findings on what they found to cure cancer. I think there's too many cancers to say that that's completely the case. That, that's, that's the only, I think we've cured some cancer. Like, I think we've cured some cancer, but do you consider a cure if you cut it out and it doesn't come back? Or do you consider a cure where you can prevent it? And I think yeah, that's where the, I guess that's the conversation comes in. But I think we've, I think we've solved HIV because last year, and this is not meant to be a conspiracy theory at all, even though I love a good one. Last year, the second person in the history of America, of the world, was cured of HIV and is still under study right now. Hmm. And I'm just like, what's up with these studies, though? <laughs> like, what's going on with it? And why is it only two people? That's interesting. I think it was two. I think it's the second person. So, but like, yeah, cancer is too many cancers. Yeah. And, and I think that's what it was. was. Like, for my mom working at a cancer institute for a long time, like, not that she was doing the studies of it, but, like, she was in enough communication with doctors i met enough mm-hmm. of them just visiting her and stuff i was just like there's there would have been one good person that would be like fuck the drug companies we're going public let me ask you this do you think all right we're going back to conspiracy hats put the conspiracy hat on okay do you think that if let's say if caveat if we have solved cancer we're, we're purposely calling things that aren't cancer cancer so it doesn't look like we did because mm-hmm. why is everything, why is all of those things cancer if there's so many different kinds of it? We don't call any other disease like cancer, cancer. Like usually it's straight up like, oh, that was the flu, that was pneumonia, that was a cold, that's HIV, that's this, that's that. But like cancer is just a widespread conversation about yeah, well, what's weight. The, what's the dictionary definition? A disease caused by an uncontrolled division or abnormal cells in part of the body. That could be anything though. Yeah. Could it not? So, like, are we just blanket stating cancer as if it's the common code? That, and that's why we well, haven't it, solved it's, it? It's interesting as well that, like, there's some cancers that don't have cancer in the name. So I wonder what separates them. So, like, why exactly. is it melanoma and not melanoma cancer at that yeah. point? Yeah, leukemia. Well, I, I, I mean, I suppose, cancer. yeah, leukemia is another one. Like, I suppose that the ones that I'm comparing it to are the ones that are very, it's just saying where in the body it is, like, saying breast or prostate or colon mm-hmm. are almost more of adjectives than anything else. And why they don't got no fly names? What's that? Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Cancer needs better marketing. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> but, but, do you, but do you think that there might be something there? Because I never thought about it until now, where it's just like, it's kind of a blanket statement for abnormalities like themselves. is a cancer of the lymphatic system. Why is that not lymphatic cancer? It's just, it's just interesting. Like, and, and I feel like part of me feels like, because we can't figure out why our cells do, because cancer, a lot of times it starts already in your body. It's not something that happened to you. Like there mm-hmm. are like radiation cancer, yeah, skin there cancer are things like sun true, cancer, yeah. but like a lot of times shit just happens in your body. Like, have you ever yeah, looked genetic at and shit? Yeah. yeah. Have you ever looked at the list of things that they say cause cancer? It's like a CDC list like where it's breathing? just like bacon. It's like yeah. bacon, red sun. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, in my mind, I'm like, give me the cancer, dog, if I have to give up bacon. Like, I'll try some cancer out. There's no way that Scrapple doesn't give you cancer. So there's no red water doesn't give you cancer? No, I say there's no way that Scrapple isn't on that list. Scrapple stops cancer. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying. Scrapple, watch this. Scrapple watch, no, no, no. Watch this, Ivan. Watch this, Ivan. Ask your mom, who's a G in my book, has she ever seen an Amish person with cancer? Not Scrapple comes from the probably. Dutch word. 
Scrapple comes from a Dutch word that's Scrapple something, 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 something. They just cut it in parts. See, does Scrapple, I just want to see what else pops up. Tastes like Spam, need to be cooked, have liver <laughs> in it. Yo, if y'all out here eating sashimi Scrapple, kill you. Yeah, yo, does Scrapple go bad? Probably not. No. No. If you out here eating <laughs> sashimi Scrapple, Scrapple taste good. No, if you out here eating sashimi Scrapple, you Scrapple, deserve the cancer. Is Scrapple bad for gout? Yes, yes. I'm gonna remember Maurice Cotman is telling you 100 your foot's gonna be the size of a fucking hot air balloon. Don't eat scrabble if you got gout. So it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would count as a processed meat, which can cause cancer. But see, scrapple, but, I don't I don't see a name. I just see bacon, I see ham. I don't see, see? scrapple on there. Nope, scrapple ain't on there, man. Scrapple stops cancer. But let's go, let's play our favorite game of let's go through the people also ask. Is Scrapple safe to eat? What's up with people, man? You can technically eat Scrapple raw. Don't eat. Yo, sorry, this is Marvy <laughs> Mar- speaking. Hey, I, do, I not say- eat, do not eat Scrapple raw. I <laughs> ate hot dogs raw, and I was like, I could die from this. But Scrapple raw is trying to die. It, it's, it does sound worse in the South. Calling it liver mush is tough. It's not liver. It's not even liver. There's almost no Scrapple I eat that has liver in it. And I love liver. That's how I know it's not in there. Um, let's see. What is Scrapple served with? Eggs. Yep. Eggs, Ritz. pancakes, potatoes. Yeah. Breakfast. Mm-hmm. Breakfast. You know what's my favorite part of Scrapple? When you cook it, when it's crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, and you leave it on the stove, like on paper towels for a while, mm-hmm. you forget it's there. You go back and like, oh, I got syrup. You pour that syrup on there. You eat like a, a, a room temperature uh, slice of Scrapple. Let's see. I'm, I'm, I'm going through the facts you didn't know about Scrapple. It's called scrapple because it's a longer Dutch word and it doesn't mean scraps. It, of it did say that, and it's it's looking like it looks makes me think of Akon's name. Um, oh, it's long as shit. Like, it like, I'm not saying that. Um, you should just spe- can you spell it out for the people so they can understand that this is like a long like Dutch words were <laughs> not easy. P a n h a s k r o with a little double dot on top um, from Dutch, which I don't know what that's called. I was gonna say an umlaut, but that's not what that is. Uh, P-P-E-L. Panascrapple. <laughs> so that's so why it, it stems from the words that um, this also isn't great. Um, it basically translates to a slice of, and I'm quoting, pan rabbit. <laughs> I love rabbit. Yeah, rabbit's rabbit great. It's a delicacy. Exactly. See, look. Look at La this. Scrapple's a delicacy for all times. Like, it's scraps of an animal. Have you been to Isn't the, that where have you been to the Scrapple Festival? I, I will I will not confirm nor deny, but I'm gonna say is what happens on my Wednesdays is between me and my Wednesdays. Let's see. Now it's 20. It's so this was I don't know when this was written. It was in 25th year of the Apple Scrapple Festival in Bridgeville, Delaware. That's a long drive, though. It's two hours. That's, that's the and it's Delaware. Yeah. Um you I gotta can, ask you this. You can bake scrapple for Labor Day. So you, you like that day off? Go have some scrapple. Dude, I eat scrap. Come on, man. I don't know. No, I'm, I don't no, I'm telling the people if you want to oh, talk bad. shit about scrapple, you better be working that OT on Labor Day. Isn't it? But I gotta ask you this as a as a non-Philadelphian. I got the blood in, in my mind. And no, no, you're honorary, but I'm just saying your opinions are not Philadelphian. In your opinion, what has a worse rap than Scrapple? Because you just read all of that stuff and none of it sounds terrible at all. Like, it's just straight up like, um, so much herbs and spices, pan rabbit. So, food wise, or like just food-wise, culture? Food wise. Food wise. 
Okay. Because I've lived, in, few, I've lived in a few places. I've lived in a few places that have some interesting mm-hmm. ones. Um, any type of raw fish, I feel like usually gets a bad rap in New England, like Why? oysters and, or something. Why? People don't like the texture and stuff. But they, actually, Fuck that's me. not looked down on though. Yeah, that's just your personal preference. Yeah. Um, what's like also down oysters? On? I could eat oysters every week if I could. Gator is this gator looked down on? No, probably not the same way. But I feel I, like I think people, people feel weird about gator sometimes. I, but I feel I feel like it has enough people back in, in Louisiana and Florida where people are like, all right, that's whatever. just dope. You get that cooked right, it's dope, dude. I love gator, so good. And people, you know, they they do what they do with rabbit. It's just like chicken. Gator actually does taste like chicken. Rabbit does. It, it's like, like a it's like a slightly. I don't want to say fishier because it's not the taste. It is. It is like fishier. No, but, it but, is. It, but it's got the texture of like Dude. fish and chips. But it, chicken. It, it feels like uh like haddock. Yeah, yeah, like like, like, like it's 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 strong enough that it can taste like chicken, but it's not like it doesn't break the way chicken does. I the think only we, like, it's a little only, chewier than chicken. That's what. It, yeah, that's the, what. That's the only normal. thing I've ever eaten that's in the same boat as gator is turtle, and it makes sense. Yeah, I've had frog. Have you had frog? Frog legs that taste like chicken too. Yep. What what's the weirdest meat you've eaten? Pause. The weirdest? Oh, stingray. Ooh, okay. How was so that? I had to eat it raw. I, I ate it raw with the bones and cartilage inside of it. So it was basically like eating a stingray straight out the ocean. How was it? Awful. Absolutely awful. Where, where I did only you did it. I went to a um like a really authentic Korean restaurant and my waiter who was Korean, I was like, I looked around and there was like a couple of Americans, but it was mostly Korean people. You gave that, like, like, give me that real shit. I literally was like, what do Koreans eat? And he was like, and then he, fl- he literally flipped the menu. He was like, this is the section. And I was like, word. And I looked on it and it had like a, na- a Korean name. And I was like, it's Stingray. And then I, on my mind, all I saw was Steve Irwin. And I was like, I got to do it. So he was like, he was like, yeah, it's like one of our delicacies. I was like, give me the Stingray. So he brought it over, it had like a bunch of chilies and it had like a bunch of chop. It looked good as shit. Like it looked really good. Mm-hmm. I went to bite in it. You ever like, like bit a chicken wing and you accidentally cracked the bone in your teeth and it's just yeah. like shivers down your body? That was the whole meal because like it has the bones and the cartilage in it and it was raw. So like you're eating this whole thing and like it was absolutely awful. But I ate half the plate because, you know, GP, I got to I got to stand up. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And then I was with my girlfriend at the time and I was like, this is so bad. The guy comes back. He was like, how do you like it? I was like, I really don't like this hard. Like, I don't like the taste of it. And he was like, and he looked at me. No bullshit. He looked at me. He was like, and you could, he started tearing up. He was like, I appreciate you even trying this. I've never seen an American even eat this, let alone actually yeah. what do we eat? And the fact that you were willing to do that. And he's like, and then he was like, you want to take it with you? And she yells, no, he's not taking that with him. Because <laughs> she knew I was going to. I was going to take it with me. I was going to try to cook it up. I was like, all right, let's see what else we can yeah. do with this stingray. Yeah, stingray I, for sure I, I think for me, it's got to be kangaroo. I, feel I was telling somebody about your kangaroo eating uh, two weeks ago, actually. What, what, How it what, smelled what? really weird and y'all overcooked it, but y'all still ate it and I appreciate it. What? I don't know if we overcooked it. It was very gamey. Like, there's no fat on it, which is the issue. I thought it was like, I thought it got tough because it was all muscle. No, it's it was one of those things where, like, honestly, we were actually really mindful to not overcook it because when we were reading mm. the instructions and stuff on it, it was like, if you cook it for more than two minutes either side, you're fucked. Mm. So, like, we, we, I, don't, I don't, I mean, we may have a little bit, but it wasn't like an egregious overcooking because it, mm-hmm. you can still taste meat, but it was just like, when you took the package off, like when we had that versus elk, the elk just smelled like meat. Whereas this one was like, this smells like roadkill. <laughs> hey, and, and I'm team kangaroo, and I, I, I will eat any type of like exotic meat that way once. 
I'm down. I would do it probably even more than once just to make sure I don't like it or, or yeah, do that's like fair. It. I actually if yeah. I if I went back there, I'd probably get kangaroo again. Like I would try stingray again, just I don't want it raw. Yeah. Like raw with the bones and cartilage. He told me he was like, it has bones and cartilage, it's raw and it's cold. I was like, so you should you should hit that place. Uh if you leave Philly, hit exotic, that. Uh, go to exotic meats in yeah. the old city. It's down in south. Oh, it's in south. I'm in south for good amount. I could definitely do that. I think it was uh like ninth, maybe. That might be more center city, though. I'd have to go look it up. Usually, when you get to the sing- you get to the single digits, it gets like center city market South Philly. I know is in South though. Uh, let's see. Is it this one? Capucho's Meats, Ninth Street. Feels like that has to be right if I thought it was that. (laughs) See, it's like right by Pass Young Square. So, okay. So, you said you had, yeah, uh, yeah, this is it. You said you had random questions for you. Yes. So, speaking of things um, like Wordle that have kind of taken the internet by storm. Mm -hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Before you you go, and I'm cutting you up, even though I actually asked me this. Since I'm not really on interwebs as much as I used to be, what is close to Wordle that has taken the internet by storm. Is there anything close to it? it don't have to be a game, just in general. Um, I think it, it's got to be a game type of thing. It's because it, it's something where you check in and share with your friends your result. You can do it once a day, mm-hmm. but like people have made it so much. Oh wait, you, your it. friends know which how how well you did. Well, my friends like we send it to each other in our group chat. Oh, so it's a competition. So, like, it's become a competition, like an actual you didn't tell cultural me that. You know, thing. I'm always in for a competition. Let's run it. Um, but talking to a rapper. You know, it's funny. Someone made this point. I was, I was just scrolling the internet, and someone was talking about how they felt like they were more prepared for this game than anything else because they've listened to rap and rap their entire life, mm-hmm. and they're like, I'm so used to just seeing words. Yeah, and you yeah, see, load it up, load it up. Read. Maybe after this, we'll keep talking about it. I've done so well with not buying into like all of the hype over the last two years. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to compare it to though. Um, Pokemon Go. Remember when that hit? I do, but that was something where like you could do that all day long. This is like, yeah. it, it's like an itch where like okay. people have made this part of their morning routine where it's like you it used to be like, oh, you wake up, you go take a shower, you brush your teeth pour a cup of coffee go out to the day now people are like well i gotta do wordle first okay like i think people have gotten that hooked on it but th- it's weird that like there's no extra satisfaction it's like yep you did it for today now you wait it's like a crossword puzzle like i put it in that regard it's like you get the daily crossword in the newspaper like i don't know what else to compare it to where it's like okay if you finish it you have to wait till tomorrow now because mm, there's not many cultural things like in this instant gratification culture that we have of the internet that has that where it's like yep no matter what you want to do you're for the official one you're gonna have to wait got you it's causing you to have restraint yeah so it, like i i loved it when i was working the 5 a.m shift because it was a perfect start to my day i would do that and i would do the new york times mini crossword puzzle every day and it was like a perfect way to kind of wake my brain up and get into the day I used to do that with chess. 
Chess is another wake up and like, because I used to have a game that I played against myself, and I would like do a move every day in order to, mm. from both sides of the board. I'm about to, I'm about to start doing that. It was good. It really did help me. And I think I, I brought a chess board up here finally. I also, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that there there are very few things in my life that I've owned that are more indispensable than a chessboard. It's, yeah. It, I mean, like you know, I don't want to say save my life because that's probably too much stolen valid for people that have really but like chess changed my mm -hmm. mentality when i was in the shits in texas like a year ago mm. like chess was a major major factor there are very few games that i deem beautiful soccer is one and chess is two because ch the, th the beauty for chess is it was something that i had to pay enough attention to that i was able to actually block out everything else and there's not many things like that where it, it, it's not, it's not an escapism thing. It's it a total recentering of your focus. Yeah. It consumes you in a healthy way. Yeah. There's very it, few and things. It, be, it became an outlet way. for me to like, there was like, Oh, I'm improving. I'm learning. It was like, mm -hmm. it was a beautiful thing. Anyways, I digress. Yes. Um, Questions. So this is something that has been a long standing part of the internet is arguing this or that type of question okay. and i want to know your opinion on this because i feel pretty strongly in my side so i'm almost rooting for you to <laughs> pick the other side so we can debate it i know what the right size is are you gonna be on the wrong side or the right side i, I said that i called my parents and like they had some friends over and, and my brother are and your parents always partying no no so my mom well my mom right now is in key west so yes you told me that i was like <laughs> key west. i was like key west when you go to have a bomb yeah <laughs> So, well, so this family friend of ours um, that we've known my entire life, um, mm -hmm. they, they used to go there all the time. Like I, I went when I was super, super young um, and it was kind of just a girl's trip, I think um, escapism. And cause this friend, her husband passed away a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. Her dog just passed away recently. Like she's kind of been needing that escapism a little bit. Okay. Um, but feel free to cut this out the podcast, by the way. <laughs> I'm not naming names, no doxing, and it's just us listening. Okay. Um, sorry, Mary. <laughs> yeah, that's that can be another conversation. Um, bring the water, Mary McRaces. Yeah. Uh -huh. Um, anyways, so she was there because they were she was staying the night and then they were flying out the next day. Mm -hmm. And my brother was home from or he was about to head back to school from school break. His girlfriend was there, same, same deal. Oh, your bro got a girlfriend? Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Um yeah, she she humbles him in a way that he needs sometimes, which is good. No, because um, no, no, I'm the only one that he lets humble him that way. Mm, okay. But uh, I'll allow it. Mills Lane, I'll allow it. Yeah. But so I, I literally called him on my drive home from work uh, last Thursday because mm -hmm. this is when I posed it to my team on the floor. And it was getting pretty, I won't say heated. People got pretty invested in this debate. They got riled up. And I literally call us like, I just want to know if you guys are smart or dumb. And then that's how I approached it based on what, no, that's terrible, what I was saying. Man. No, but that's what I was saying. You were like, I, I'm on the right side of history. I know I am. Mm -hmm. So it's about whether you're going to join me. Okay. In the world, mm -hmm. are there more wheels or doors? Wheels. Easy. Okay, cool. You're smart. <laughs> 
there are, there are complete countries that don't have doors. Not countries. There's cities. There's villages and cities. Yeah, like, it, it, but I, I love getting people's brain even deeper. Where you're like, oh, they they don't have doors, or it's like they maybe they don't have a car, or every cabinet is a door. I'm like, all right, cool, but every mm-hmm. drawer has two wheels. Yes. And, and and people are like, but how many doors are in a skyscraper office building? And I'm like, cool. How many wheels are on your chair right now? And in your desk. Yeah. And the thing is, there's a lot. Like, I think Lego even, sells 5 million wheels a year. I also think that also, never mind. But I also think that people forget that because you walk through a doorway, it's not a door in that doorway all of the time. I think people just think, like, yeah. oh, walk through a doorway in a hallway. There's no door on that. This is literally an open hole. Right. It's not the same thing. Yeah, it's easily wheels. Not even. Oh, I don't even think it's that close. I, that, that's what I said. And people are like, oh, there's, everything there's counts. I was like, yeah, everything counts. There's homes that only have two doors, if not one door. Yeah. And okay. I guarantee you to have multiple there's wheels. There's two-door cars. There's bicycles. Yes. There's tricycles. Mm-hmm. It, also, if we're getting real nitty-gritty here, isn't every axle a wheel? And if we want to get nitty, nittier or grittier... All of the toys have wheels on them for the most part. I haven't seen a door toy. Yeah, like think, like, think about it, all it of the Hot Wheels cars in the world. It would be like the Hot Wheels cars in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, but like, I look at the same thing. Like Lego Hot Wheel doors are going to be vastly still outweighed by wheels for sure. Even if you think about like castles, which have a good amount of doors, they use a levy, a pulley system, which has a wheel on it to bring shit in and out. Yeah. Can't get across that moat without the wheels. Oh, yeah, come on now. Come on now. It's easily wheels. Okay. Slight word. Slight word. You were a test. Come on now. But it's you it, see how quickly I answered. I was like, oh, it, it, it took about an hour of asking my team before they got to the point of talking about how we needed to aggregate manufacturing data between wheel companies and door companies. <laughs> That's no. what we got to. Very like way quicker than I thought we were going to get to that point. You just got to believe the fact that I'm right and you're wrong. That's all you got to believe. That's basically what I said. So, but, but I've also loved this and, and you'll appreciate this about me because um, it'll make sense when I say this. I love this debate because there's no technically calculable answer for either. No. So I'm able to just play the other side of whatever anyone says. Yeah. In, so, in some small village in Sweden, there's only doors and no wheels. And we don't know that. <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't matter. Because you know what's crazy? It gets a little bit closer when but you. But then again, there's things. nothing that has all doors and no wheels. But think, no, I'm about to say something. Tents are those doors? Sure, I still think we're comfortably in there's, the lead. I know, but but there's no there's no wheels. You said there's nothing that has doors and no wheels. Tents have doors and no wheels, and the amount of homeless people there are, I feel like the tents are increasing day by day. Maybe, but I still think we're we oh. have enough of a buffer for sure. Dude, planes have what? maybe three doors maybe three doors yeah someone's like well boats have a lot of doors and no wheels it's like one they have axles and all kinds yes. of gears and shit but your wheels and also two, they also have like boats. a sail probably that rolls up a wheel mm-hmm. and a lot of boats on the motor there are wheels yeah just in case you got to move the motor to fuck off the boat yeah. like literally there's like wheels on everything yeah and, and if it's not a motorboat and it's a sailboat again gotta roll wheels up the wheel it's a pulley system yeah yeah, wheels, it's not yeah, it's even, easy. I don't really don't think it's close. What, what about uh, doors versus windows? I think there are more doors than windows if you count windows. So are we counting windows that actually, so what's your definition of a window? Does it have to open? No, you have to be able to look through it. If you can look through it, it's considered a window? Let's see. 
Let's see what the internet derms of, deems a window. Because if you got a hole in your wall, it's not a window. Mm. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I'm like, okay, if you have the like three little glass pieces in a door, does that count as a window? Exactly. An opening in the jail, wall. So. Okay, so an opening in the wall or roof of a building or vehicle that is fitted with glass or other transparent material in a frame to admit light or air and allow people to see out. Does not oh, say it has to open. Definitely doors, because I think that the glass part or the fact that it has to be something in between it. Another transparent, makes it caveat, actual that makes thing. it a caveat. I think the, I think if that wasn't there, I would say windows, because there's a lot of villages like that have like clean. And, yeah. 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 And there's no there's nothing. It's just open space. And if that's not a window, then I'm going to go doors. But if you take that part out, I'm going to go windows. What is that then? Is it technically just like a really short tunnel? Uh, I would see say these are the questions that the people aren't getting anywhere else. <laughs> if that's not a window, then I would consider it an error. How about that? It's just an error. It's like unfinished business, so to speak. Yeah, if you're trying to sell your hut and he's like, Yo, I got three windows, you got three errors. We're gonna take that away from We're the gonna take the one sheep off the price. Yeah, because usually if you if you don't got glass or something transparent in there, you probably got a mosquito problem, which is gonna probably kill me. So I feel like that should take off the property value. I, I think that's fair. So the other question I had, because I know you got some questions for me. The other question I have, which I think should be even less hesitation than the last one, was did you see that the game said that he can beat Eminem in a versus battle? I did see that. 100% I saw that. Who wins that versus battle? Eminem's going to win 18-2. That, that feels generous. Eminem's going to win 18 so And the only reason why I say two is because Eminem's going to pick a couple songs. He's going to pick, like, FAC, and nobody's going to be like, oh, this is this is the great. He's like, FAC. He's going to pick fact, up, pick up FAC. FAC. He's going to pull something off Revival and just be like, I, I like this one. He's going to do the song with Beyonce with no backbeat. He's going to be like, okay, um, no, but, but Okay, so he loses, but Beyonce, one of you brings the Skylar Grey version. Every Skylar Grey song was a dub for me. Yeah. I'm a big Skylar Grey guy. But I would say game, uh, as a guy who knew about game when you were in middle school, I watched game talk about his dad molesting him to that being erased off the internet, to game having all fake jewelry, to that being erased off the internet, to game being shelved by Dr. Dre and 50 Cent saving his career and then them beefing because 50 Cent said he saved his career. So it's a lot of things with game that is just like- He's been around. <laughs> and he says whatever he needs to say for prerogative. Like I think game is- arguably the best liar in hip-hop history and i appreciate him for it Ooh, even more than joe budden yeah yeah game photoshopped a picture of him and tupac and put it on his instagram and said the day i met tupac and then he also said i never met tupac that that's yeah that's like what was it, the bow wow challenge on steroids mm-hmm, mm-hmm. game game allegedly the game, game walks said, so bow wow could fly <laughs> game said in his song dreams with kanye was uh I got shot five times and put in a coma. And then he said, I came out that coma in 2001, the same year Dr. Dre dropped 2001. 2001 came out in 1999. Yeah, that's a long time. Doesn't make any sense. Very, I've, also heard, I've also heard Game got shot one time in a butt, and it wasn't five times and he was in a coma. It's a lot going on with Game. It's my guy. He thought about it five times, though. So. You dig me? So, like, it is one of those things where it's just like, okay, these things don't really I, add By up. the way, Nori's reaction was my favorite part of that video. He's like, Eminem? Well, Eminem. He's like, I, I just don't want to be in drama. <laughs> oh, man. Game, but Game arguably is the ten, one of the 10 best rappers of his generation. Like, the ability to actually rap. He is, he's that great of a rapper. I give him, like, I love Game. I'm a Game fan. But Game, he just be saying shit. And it's just like, 
at what point do we just look at the game? Game is where he has five, like CTE. Like, it's like how we look at. No, I wouldn't say this isn't fair. I'd be like, it's like that Antonio Brown thing. It's like, man, when you were cooking, you were cooking with the best. I think like, it's because game is 6'5, 245 pounds. So people are like, whatever you want to say, dog, go ahead. Yeah. So I think that's really where it's at. Like, game. But, I mean, he had those clips being like, I wasn't beefing with Eminem. Yeah, he said, like, you don't want with the white boy. He literally yeah. said, you don't want with the white boy. On, his, on the documentary, Eminem is on a song with him. Eminem goes second. Game goes first. Eminem goes second. Game starts his third verse off. Tell Dre, Eminem just killed me on my own shit. That's literally the first part of the verse. <laughs> Tell Dre, Eminem just yeah, killed me why, on my like, own shit. Yeah, that's why it feels like to say, like, oh, I can definitely body Eminem in a versus. Eminem just has to play that and it's over. Like, that's a knockout punch. And it depends on what he thinks about. Like, is he talking about he can technically rap better than Eminem? I disagree. I don't think there is a rapper in probably the history of rap who has the but best like, what, technical what could skills. he say that he that would be true, that he this could be perceived as? I, I think that he, he would just he can't go hit for hit. He, they can't even go hit for hit. Game has maybe six hits in his entire career. That's what I'm career. saying. Yeah. I don't know what his thought process. I think he's just thinking like, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna rap, I'm gonna do 300 bars, and Eminem's gonna have to rap 300 bars. Eminem's gonna be like, I'm not rapping 300 bars. Yeah, <laughs> I've sold a, like 400 million copies. I'm good. Game might be the first rapper to get booed in the verses for trying to rap 300 bars. <laughs> Dude, why are you like, wasting our time? Look, I don't want to listen to a 20 minute rap about the people you beat with in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the people that watched the Super Bowl halftime and be like, this was dope. It'd be way cooler in 2004 though. <laughs> like, Listen, like that, that game thing is gonna be even worse. No comment. Anderson Pack would have been in high school though. So and and, and K Dot, but yeah. So like I, I think that the, the game thing, like I think it's cute, but like I, mean, I, I, I respect him. I mean, if you if M wants to kind of do like the cowboy Connor thing to, to put it in MMA like, terms, it's like M, you want to give if you want to give game his shine. And like if give it a big platform. If M could only do his B sides, it'll be interesting. Would it? Yes. If M was doing square dance and M was doing um Superman, like toy soldiers. M, yeah, like toy soldiers, mockingbird. Yeah. Like it'll be like, okay. Yeah. Like it feels again, like it feels like he would have to give game his entire category. Say, okay, let's say we're going 20 for 20. You pick twenty songs I can't use. Who have to pick forty songs he can't use? <laughs> and I'm not even joking. If you think about it, yeah. Marshmallow's LP is over twenty songs. Yeah, Eminem shows over twenty songs. You're close to fifty songs right there. I'm just being real. Like it's just like, yeah. what, so so is, is Eminem going to be like pick twenty songs? I guarantee you, till I collapse is not in that twenty. You got to take till I collapse off the table. Yeah. That, that, that's a knockout. Till I collapse and spilling these rap songs, oh, you feel them to the day that I drop. You'll never say, say that, that I'm, I'm not, not killing, killing them. them. And when I am not, then I'm not killing them. And I am not hip hop. And I'm just not Eminem. Subliminal thoughts when I'm gonna stop spinning these women. A Carlton West spinning and hawk venom, adrenaline and shots. Penicillin could not get the shot. Come on, man. Like that's insane. And people don't even realize that like that song is that big because they think about. They think about so many different. Like I'm a soldier though. I'm a soldier even with my bones. Like come on, man. Come on, man, little boosty boys. Yeah, that that was like I would have rather heard that than um uh lose yourself at the Super Bowl. You're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I would lose yourself. You well, play, lose no, yourself. you do for the commercial reason. I and I get that. You got even that. Lose yourself is hit. Lose yourself 
It's the football. I know song. it is the most pop rap song ever, possibly. However, the way it hits, lose yourself. You did like, yeah, no, it, it works for the Super Bowl. I agree, but like, I just think it would have been cool for the Nate Dog aspect on the West Coast. See, I think that if you, instead of doing "Forgot About Dre" the chorus twice, you should have did. You should have did "Hold Up." Wait, and then like smoke weed every day, and then it goes. That would have been wild, Matt. Matt, the that's what I thought they should have ended with: smoke weed every day, and then it just goes off. All right, who comes out? Is Josh Gordon on stage with them at that point? Oh, that'd be fucking crazy if Josh Gordon's on stage with them. Imagine if they had a way of like sneaking Cap on stage, Josh Gordon. Because, I mean, I mean, let's be real. That halftime show was a bit of a middle finger to the league, which I very much appreciated. Yes, very much so. Um, it would have been. I think they, they all should have been. Out. I think they all should have been wearing jerseys of players who've been exiled by the league at some point. Uh, I, I'm kind of shocked that M didn't have the cap jersey when he dropped to a knee. I mean, I mean like that would have fit. Fan. Oh, yeah. I think if Cap played for the Lions, he would have wore I think Eminem has See, I, worn... I was half expecting a Matt Stafford Lions shirt. When See, I don't think Eminem has worn anything that wasn't black, blue, or Detroit-related in 30 years. Yeah. Like, even his own merch is those things. Yes. It's like, hey, here's a black G-Shot. The, the only I jersey I think I've ever seen him wear is... It was his own. It said Marshall Dude. Mathers on the back. It was a Detroit <laughs> Tigers jersey. the Eminem was the Tigers jersey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was the Detroit <laughs> Tigers jersey. And it was his jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the exact one I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, he's he he is a product placement in and of himself. But again, I respect it. So this is a question for you that I've been thinking about for, okay. for uh, not that long. This is like a newer question. So apparently, uh, according to the New York Times, the world, I don't know if it's the world, maybe just America, but to me, too often the world is America. Um, nine eight eight is going to be the number you call if you have a mental health issue. At, like it would be nine one one. It's twenty twenty two. Why is it that nine one one and four one one are the only nine one one four one one and two one one are the only numbers that we have for assistance? Like hotlines. Yes. Why is it now just coming together? Let's see. I feel like. Britain's actually got a few. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm just pulling it up because like, I feel like I've seen some. Yeah, they have a suicide and crisis hotline that there's just at least six. So you're at least close. Um, yeah, I don't know. It is it is interesting to think about it because the only thing that you're trying to get to is the police or 411 which i feel like most people don't use 411 anymore but it was just to get like someone else's phone number like i haven't tried to use that since like the days that we were also using the yellow pages um but i don't know that's interesting one yeah so let's see Looking at hotlines, whatever you're going through, calls free anytime from any phone on one one six one two three, and that's free to call. That is the crisis hotline in Britain. So that's the Samaritans National Helpline. Well, that is interesting. So there's one if you feel like you've had to run away. That's another one that's six digits, but really it looks like an area code and then three. 
does seem fucked up though. I I would certainly agree. I wonder if there is a reason for that or if it's more like yeah, it's interesting that like some places in the world have are closer. Like Britain like Britain having a six digit for suicide mm-hmm. or kids that have had to run away from home. Like it's much closer. But even some of theirs, like I was just looking at like what it was the first country I could think of, but it's like 18 or under abuse. Actually, they have a text like WhatsApp hotline, which I think is good. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it is crazy that we're limited to the police and basically a phone version of the yellow pages. Yes. So why isn't there a number created yet for Ghostbusters? There's got to be a phone number you can call where it just goes to voicemail and you hear the Ghostbusters. If they aren't doing it, they're but wasting so much opportunity. to hear Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, let's see here. I'm dialing it live on, on air. So yeah, whenever uh, you yell it, I'm dialing it. So this uh, content marketing you manager. call. Ghostbusters. Just imagine you get Janine. Oh my gosh. That was suck. Oh wait. Uh, here's here's the message you re- you hear when calling the Ghostbusters hotline number. Oh, this is in Britain though. Wait, Let's no. Is it 0800? Two 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 nine nine one one. Wait wait. Oh eight hundred two 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 nine eight one. Nine nine one one. Nine nine one one. Well, I do have uh, free international, so here we are. This was also twenty six. Completed as dialed. Yeah. Please check the number and dial again. Yeah, this was six years ago, so that. Lies. Damn, I'm blaming Chris Hemsworth because apparently he was the one that picked up. Um, okay, you want to try this other one from 2018? Of course. Um, 1-800-654. Oh, never mind. They don't work anymore. I wait, no, wait, 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 work. wait. Wait, I found some numbers that might work. Hold on. 654-1984. All right, hold on. What was it? 1-800-654-1984. Good year. This is the most ridiculous thing we've done so far. <laughs> How you reach child protective custody services? Um, <laughs> it has to be a voicemail, right? I mean, I'm reading like what the script is for that number. Hello, you've reached KG Graphics Decor. Unfortunately, we're unable to get oh, to the sounds phone. Sounds like right someone now. else got it. <laughs> Please leave a message. Thank so you I, very here, much. Let me share my screen as to what it says that it's supposed to say. When you call that number, I'm about to call some numbers that I think work. Okay, you you want to hear this one first or not? Wait, wait. Um, we're gonna go back and forth. Let me let me try one of these. Hello, 
your way here to me. I offer you my congratulations and my respect. Together, we shall conquer the perils that lay before us. And we shall always... Dude, dude, they did it. They found our Easter egg. Who are you? It's me, David Jaffe. I directed the game. What game? Your game, God of War. Go away, or I... Dude, dude, don't, don't you get it? These guys, they spent all that time breaking those statues. I mean, they must have taken, like, forever. And then they figured out the whole secret code thing. I do not know what you are talking about. We hid the secret pretty damn deep, huh, Kratos? If I kill you. All right, that's all we need from I that. still have okay. yet to play that game. I downloaded it for the PS5, though. I'm one for one right now. You're over three. Keep going. Hi, this is Dan Aykroyd. This is Bill Murray. You've reached the office of Ghostbusters. Unfortunately, we can't speak with you now. We're on a call. We've got a very difficult assignment. There's a possible infestation backstage at the show Le Femme de Paris at the Rivoli Theater at Times Square. We're bringing all our equipment into the girls' dressing room now. We're doing a complete sweep. It'll take a couple of weeks. I think it's probably in Bridget's dressing room, didn't you, Dan? Well, I don't know. Cece was looking a little pale and green. She looked like she'd, you know, gone through a shock. I'm going to check that out personally, uh, see if Steve, uh, you know, can uh, respond to some of our equipment. Uh, I'll hook her up for a couple of hours and see what happens. Well, I will leave Bridget alone, but she's just... This I just was want recorded to preface, in 1987. This was the... Oh, wait, no. is outside of your plan, and we'll incur... Damn it. So, okay, so I just I just read the finer print. That phone number that I had you call was the original phone number that was created for Ghostbusters uh, fans in 1984. I said 19, <laughs> I said 1984. <laughs> I literally said that. Well, they had the name had it in there. Hi, you have reached the residence of Murray Bauman. Mom, if this is you, please hang up and call me between the hours of 5 and 6 p.m. as previously discussed, okay? If this is Joyce, Joyce, thank you for calling. I've been trying to reach you. I, I have an update. It's about, well, it's uh, it's probably best if we speak in person. It's not good or bad, but it's something. <clears throat> if this is anyone but my mother or Joyce, well, <laughs> you think you're real clever getting my number, don't you? Well... Here's some breaking news for you. You're not clever. You're not special. You are simply one of the many, many nimwits to call here, and the closest you will ever get to me is this pre-recorded message. So, at the beep, do me a favor. Hang up and never call here again. You are a parasite. Thank you, and good day. Sorry, this mailbox is full and cannot accept any more recordings. Thank you for using the I'm just the trying to think of like system. other movies Goodbye. that must have stuff like these. No, I just Google literally like certain numbers and then like this. That was some Stranger Things. I haven't watched it. Oh, well. All right. Well, I was trying to see if there was like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off one. I feel like there's got to be. All right. Here's my favorite one I think of all the time. If this is what I think it is, then this is my absolute favorite. Welcome to the conference call. Please enter your access code or PIN. That wasn't it. That wasn't it at all. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me see. All right. This one might be it. It's not the OG one that I wanted, but it'll work. It will work. I feel good about it. Hold on. 
Oh, here we go. Let's see. The number you have dialed is not in. Damn. I, so yeah. I Googled the rejection hotline numbers, and that's how I got all those numbers. Because rejection hotline, you remember rejection hotline? Vaguely. Ooh, so we used to use it all at the time. It was like you would give you this number and it had your area code in it. So you could pick a bunch of different numbers and it had your area code in it. And it'd be like, welcome to the rejection hotline. This person gave you your gave you this number because you were either ugly, fat, ugly, had a gap tooth, stinky breath, wasn't look good looking, ugly, and they didn't want to talk to you anymore. So they didn't know how to let you down. So here's your rejection hotline. The rejection hotline. The rejection. Like it was yeah, like a I whole remember, I remember the days of uh Star Six Seven. So that's that's what we seven. You yeah. blocked that number out, man. Now, that one was beautiful. All right, there, all right. I got one more. I got one more. This one better. <laughs> Hold on, I got one more. Hold on. <laughs> this one might be the greatest one ever. Let me just make. Let me try to find an actual number because because it's like if this works, this would be like one of the greatest things we've ever done here. Welcome to Paula Notes, your emergency hall and notes helpline. To hear one on one, please press one. To hear it girl, please press two. To hear Manita, please press three. To hear privatize, please press four. You're a rich girl, and you're going to talk, or you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. There's nothing worse. This just makes me think about how bad like certain companies hold music is. Dude, like like that's something I said when like when we were busiest on the phones a couple years ago. I was like, Uh they need to put in a system where like if I want to be sitting on hold for 40 minutes as a rep. I should be able to pick what hold music I get to listen to. I think I agree. Remember one? Remember the callback numbers? Remember that was a thing for a long time. Yeah, that was pretty dope until you realized you couldn't delete them, and it was like this used to be a callback number. <laughs> yeah. like, that's kind of whack. Yeah, no, like, but I, I like I just remember being like, especially at that point, I was like, give me some like angsty, like Blink One Eighty Two, Paramore type shit. Oh, did you see that? It's been, I think, nine or ten years since uh, Still Into You came out by, from Paramore. It's been how long? Like nine or ten years. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Let me make sure. The fact that they have a call and oats hotline. Not Hall and oats. Call and oats hotline is fucking dope. I yeah, might just Mar- use March 14th, 2013. Dude, that's insane. That makes sense, though, because I graduated 2012. I used to have a, a really close friend of mine who was really into Paramore, and Still into. I, <laughs> and I was really into her, but she wasn't really into me. And we stopped yeah, talking in like 2014. Yeah, not usually, but you know, we all gotta have our our down days, I guess. It'd be like that for some of us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're not all Reese's Christ. I told somebody that today, uh, I had a student who was like, because one of my students is about to graduate, and she was like, I'm taking over for her. And I was like, I was like, but I already have like cold like activity going. She's like, well, I'm making my own code. And I was like, well, you don't have a dope nickname. So like you can have a code without a dope nickname. She's like, well, what's your Speaking of which, I, I realized I, I sent a picture to someone. I, I'm for Lent, I'm being uh Jesus if he if he was white. 
you look more like somebody from Point Break. I feel like they gotta be blonde though. No, doesn't work. Doesn't work with the headphones. But Keanu Reeves wasn't blonde. Now, now I got the Jesus look. You kind of just look like a white guy. Could be worse. Could be balding. Could be the balding white guy. I don't know. I feel like if you have a beard, you can bald. If you got a naked purple face and you bald in, you lost that life. Mm. Like if you got a respectable beard, which you always typically do, you can bald. But if you got it both, then you got it good. If you got it both, then you just cheating. Leave some for everybody else. No. All right. Well, I tried. <laughs> I, I, I know that balding is is coming in my lifetime because both uh, like grandfathers and both sides of the family had plenty of baldness. So I'm taking advantage while I can. All right, Unless maybe question. I stole like three generations away the Italian hair or something. I mean, you can get it from your mom though. You don't always have to bald because your fathers have. But like, oh yeah, no, my baby. mom's dad was bald. Never seen him about from your mom, not from your mother's side, from your mom. Oh, maybe. I mean, I know like her mom's dad had good hair, I think. Got that Sicilian flow. And by that, I mean like basically a military cut. Shout out to the black Italians. So next question for you. Why is everybody pretending like a war isn't happening right now? It's crazy. Like it really is weird. It shows how no one has attention. Do we not really have attention or do we just really not care about the Ukraine and the Russia? That too. Because we had attention for dumb shit for the last two years when COVID was happening. Yeah. Well, because like it, it, the, the problem for me is like people are like, oh, but gas prices are so high. I was like, yeah, it's all related. So we should still be mad about the war shit going on. I read today on New York Times that I forgot the name of the city, but there's a city in Ukraine where literally the bodies are overflowing in the morgue, but the citizens refuse to give up the, the, state, the stranglehold on the city. So they're just fighting to the death. And I feel like that should be main news. I feel like that shit should be on an ESPN ticker somewhere. Yeah. Like Kiev is in a 36-hour curfew. Dude. Is it just me? Maybe it's just me. Is it just me that I'm looking at this way too too densely because there's a literal war going on outside yeah i don't know um or for me i mean i i try and separate myself from it where i can for the reason that i just know i'd be too overwhelmed if i'm too into it knowing that it's kind of to a degree outside of my control or is it the second question is have we finally succeeded at people not giving a fuck about european european white people be that too. It'll be finally equal equality. Mm. Because it's wild when you think about it. Like this was all the talk two weeks ago, and then I haven't heard no. Yeah, but yeah. Up. Meanwhile, in England, they're like, "Can you believe that the Chelsea owner had his uh like he can't tell the club?" I was like, "That's what we're worried about." Mm-hmm. Third question for you. Apparently today. And I can't remember it's the Congress, if it's Congress or Senate where it got passed, where America is pushing for where there won't be any more daylight savings times. It would just be one time yep. for yep. the rest of the whole year. How do you feel about it? Love it. Fuck them farmers. I personally have always thought it was dumb as fuck. So, so many great point. It's crazy when you let an issue get to 
a point where Arizona is the one that's ahead of the game getting it right. I think Arizona gets a bad rap, and I think it's only because I was there for like a week, and I was like, ooh, I like Arizona. And then I think about Arizona, I'm like, ooh. Arizona. I like Arizona, but they're usually pretty backwards on most stuff. Is it Arizona or, or or is Arizona like we look at Phoenix like that's good and then the rest of the state we're like, whoa, like Philadelphia and Pennsylvania? Or is it like the whole thing is, is toxic? There's a, a bunch of good, cool areas. Like yeah, Scottsdale's Scottsdale. dope, Tucson's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of cool history and stuff out there. Go visit some of like the Native American um, like history, they got. So does there. Arizona so, get a bad rap, or did they get a rap to justify? But the people like, in like, control get a, are, are not always good. So Arizona is like our grandfather. Is a ref, it's that, it's like we talked about. It's that reflection of the people because of who they decided to put forward. So Arizona is like our grandfather, where it's like, yo, he's too old for us to check in, but we still love him. He's going to say some things that are off. Yeah, like he's still dope. It's just like sometimes he needs to shut his mouth a little bit. Yeah, like when you invite your black friend over, you got to warn him, hey, my grandmother, my grandfather's 68. Yeah, he says like, something. Yeah, like, you're 68, that old dog. <laughs> that, that's like, uh, it makes me think of, because I've been re-watching through Ted Lasso, which I don't know if you've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the one point where he's talking to the, the one player, and he's like, not giving up what he wants help by. He's like, oh, you just found out your dad's a little racist. And he's like, uh, it's like, He's 60 years old and from South London. Of course, he's a little racist. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think that if you think that certain people aren't a little racist, you're doing yourself a disservice. I, yeah. Because I think that kind of, if, you, if a person's a little racist, it's probably just from ignorance, not because they, they firmly believe what they're thinking about and talking. They haven't questioned it. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wait, I was thinking about this because I was just scrolling through social media and mm-hmm. I forget what artists put like a beat out but like i feel like it's been going more viral where it's like hop on this beat um i've seen logic do it. i've seen russ do it but uh, yogati was it a yogati song no it wasn't i, I want to say 24k golden maybe like it was one of those type of artists uh let me, let me see if i, I thought logic was retired what happened to that he found tiktok um but i wonder if logic is broke that's an interesting one. I, I'd hope not. I hope not, but hope isn't what I'm thinking about. Because yeah. if you left to go to Montana with your family, you said you were done rapping, and then within six months, you're back to rapping. And apparently, according to you, he's doing social media antics. That doesn't sound like somebody who has it all together. Yeah, that, that might be that might be the case. But yeah, there, I was listening hope to I'm it. Wrong. And it was a U, but it was a UK rapper. And I don't know, and, and you're gonna take offense to this. One of our UK it. rappers? No, or no, no. It was just some random dude. Um, and you're gonna take offense. To, okay, I found it. There's something about a UK flow that just hits me differently, though. Hmm. And that's why I know you're gonna take offense. But I want to get your thoughts. I've been sending drug tests, flaming the liquor. No shame, I'm flaming the picture. Not one to be simping, but if I down this drink, I'll slide in the insta. One shot has got me, mister. Shot two, she's leaving the sisters. Three shots and I had me a man, but he's not here now, so he's out of the picture. Cozy, that body like Cody Morley. It was dead when I came down here, but she making it sweet, no Zach and Cody. Drunk texting, loving my star. She thinks it's me, but I'm keeping it low-key. Wake up next day and I'm wasted. Couldn't believe I was telling the story. Guess it's all because you're... I don't, I don't know why so, like, the, the accent just hits me a little bit differently. It's because you listen to UK rappers the same way the rest of the world listens to Kendrick Lamar. We're like, it's not what he's saying, it's how he's saying it. Like, yeah. you can't, I always say this about Kendrick Lamar. I love Kendrick Lamar. Section 80 is my favorite Kendrick Lamar album before Good Kid Mad City. 
but people can't tell me their favorite Kendrick. Yeah, Lamar like song. I didn't feel introspective listening to that, but I he just felt he, good. He just talked about Zach and Cody. Yeah, so no, not, <laughs> that, that that was the point where I was like, huh, okay, there's nothing going on here. But and, and that's what it was like the way Kendrick Lamar raps. I tell people, I ask people all the time. So you like Kendrick Lamar? What's your favorite verse of his? And people can't. Have you ever met, have you ever heard of a rapper as big as Kendrick Lamar? Where people can't quote their raps. He's the only one I can think of. Um, I'm just going down the Rolodex. Um, it's crazy though because usually something will come up like, "Yo, I love this verse," and you can start rapping. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, because I was, I feel like him and Cole have been on like a similar trajectory, but mm-hmm. Cole is way more quotable. Yeah, and that's a weird one where, like, you look at a Kendrick Lamar, where it's like, if you're the guy, how don't you have like quotable verses? And it's because he's a rapper. The way he raps, he makes you feel it without and, and necessarily like different. having the introspective words at times, or even dope words. Like sometimes yeah. the stuff he's saying is very, very basic, but the way he's saying it, I, I still hard. think there's definitely a power in that, though. Be like, if you can yeah. just make people feel it, where they don't even need to remember what you said, but you still in you know give them this feeling and this yeah. introspection to think differently i think that's still dope oh for sure dmx had that power yeah i couldn't give you a dmx first i can <laughs> i know you can <laughs> dude and and that brings me to my my last question for me from the ones i had in my mind is at what point do we stop pretending like we're trying to save the world and we start realizing that we're only trying to save face value I don't know. I've been there for a while. Mm. Will America feel like that, if ever? No, because we're a we're a country that's too much dominated by greed, and we're blinded by it. But we're still a country that's, for the most part, dominated by immigrants who might not have those ideologies. Yeah, but they don't have any power. I didn't say power. I said when we realize, we realize it's just a, a part of mind. So like when we're in the we greater society. Mm-hmm. Like a philo- philosophical thought process, not necessarily laws and, and action. I don't know, because I think, you know, let's give some credit to humanity. I think there's a lot of people that are there and have done, mm-hmm. tried to change their lifestyle and live more sustainably. And, you know, even little shit like recycling as being like a socially accepted so, contract when, when do we get to the point where recycling is little shit are we at that point yet it, it should be like that shouldn't be a major change they still um, burn trash in new jersey yeah but that's just burning anything in new jersey that's just new jersey yeah they they don't it's not a real state it's just south new york and east philly we've been over this not wrong i lost my head again that's yeah me. You know, it's you know, okay. I, I'll hold you accountable. You you do the same for me when I need it. So, you know, I, I got you. I um, yeah, like I think there's a lot of good stuff that people do, but I just think it's like not enough there. <laughs> like it, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely not widespread enough. I don't think it'll ever get too far different than where it is now. And maybe okay. that's me trying to let myself down easy because I want it to not be the case. You don't, but you don't but I'm trying to set low expectations so I can't be disappointed. You don't really want to be disappointed. Okay. Yeah. Because I think about it and I'm just like, at some point, somebody got to ask that question. Like, what are we doing all of this stuff for? Because what has actually changed? Mm-hmm. And I think when we start asking that question, you start realizing, is it just we mean well or are we doing well? 
And I think a lot of times we're not doing well. We just mean well. Yeah, we got to start making changes. You know, as, as some may say. Got to make a change. It's time to change the way we eat. It's time to change the way we live. It's time to change the way we treat each other. See, the old way wasn't working, so it's on us to do what we got to do to survive. And still, I see no changes. I wake up in the morning and I ask myself, is life worth living? Should I blast myself? I'm tired of being poor and even worse, I'm black. My stomach hurts, so I'm looking for a purse to snatch. I'm tired of getting... You know what I'm saying? We out here, man. It, 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 it's still so funny to me when I see the memes where it's like you had someone that delivered those lines that was like beautiful, poetic introspection on like a person, society on a micro and macro scale. And that's also the same person that started a song with, that's why I fucked your bitch. You fat motherfucker, take money. <laughs> same person. To me, that shows the complexity of a human being. It does, yeah. Why yep. is the perfect person? Yeah, sometimes sometimes you gotta let someone know. I mean, I don't I don't really know anything about astrological signs because I refuse to remember anything anybody tells me about mine. But he was a Gemini, and they say Gemini's are two headed. So it's just like, yeah, I, I know. I know, like, who I, believed in, I know based on my birth month, but if I, if there's anybody who believed in astrological astrological sign meant something, it was Tupac for sure. He yeah. said. He said Brenda's got a baby, but Brenda's don't got a Brenda got a baby, but Brenda don't got a brain. He said Tupac cares if nobody else cares. And then he also said, That's why I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Take money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no. Leo gang over here. I have no idea what that means. Should we look up what our astrological signs were? You've heard it. See what okay. Leo life is like. What does it mean to be a Leo? The personality of a Leo. You're lying because it's a lion. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Um. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Take money. Okay. I, <laughs> Wikipedia feels like the best source for like the, dude. The he said. Story. Tupac said, "My fofo, make sure all y'all kids don't grow." That's yeah, a crazy, that's crazy thing to say. Crazy. That's insane. <laughs> I'm going to shoot your kid. <laughs> Wild. Uh, okay. And then he also made Dare Mama. Tupac is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like Kanye might be one of the few people that's like on a similar level of like total He's a Gemini. polarity. He's a Gemini. It's like, you know, Hey Mama versus uh, like everything right now. Is oh, no, no. Crazy. Hey Mama. Hey Mama versus one of my favorite Kanye lines of all time. I put my fist in a, like a civil rights sign. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he said I put my fist in a, like a civil rights sign. I, I mean, even just the Taylor Swift line is like wildly different. He said, he said, we got two white Russians, but we need more drinks. Kanye's a god. Yeah. Okay. So roll out the red carpet because Leo has arrived. Leo is represented by the lion. They're delighted to embrace the royal status. Not what I mean. Uh, vivacious, theatrical, and passionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, love to bask in the spotlight and celebrate themselves. Natural leaders, and they enjoy cultivating friendships and romances that are artistically and creatively inspired. Feels pretty good mm. so far. Playful Leos have no problem leaning into drama-fueled romances that are perfectly suited for the tabloids. I feel like that's not really my style. Um, perceives him or herself as a celebrity. Uh, never get tired of lavish dinners, exclusive parties, or decadent designer wear. Now, find me at TJ Maxx. Um, uh, 
We're known for their stability, loyalty, and consistency, dedicated friends and lovers who put their hearts into every relationship. I mean, it feels like a lot of the relationship-based shit that I know is fairly true. Um, love to watch their mates succeed until they feel threatened. Mm-hmm. Uh, can become impaired by their own ego, pride, and jealousy when they start to fear their star power be eclipsed. Certain application there. Um, the bright shine of other success has nothing to do their own, blah, blah, blah. Uh, their own hubris is the greatest threat to their happiness. Uh, the fixed sign or whatever is known for its ambition and determination, but above all, they're celebrated for their remarkable bravery, um, physical, mental, and emotional fortitude. Fearless optimists who refuse to accept failure will find the deep wells of courage grow as they mature. Mm. I, I think there's you? some stuff that rings true. Okay. And what are you? Do you even know? Virgo. And as you look that up, I just want to reiterate um, Kanye West's third verse from a minute. <clears throat> uh, picked up where we left off. Uh, I need you home when I get off. Uh, you know, I need that wet mouth. Uh, I know you need that reptile. Uh, she cut from a different textile. Uh, she loved different kinds of sex now. Uh, black girl sipping white wine. Put my fist in her like the civil rights sign and grabbed it with a slight grind and held it there to the right time. Then she came like, ah! That's the verse. <laughs> Visionary. <laughs> Black girl sipping white wine. I put my fist in her like the civil rights sign. Why is that not in the Smithsonian? You can imagine the Smithsonian rap. That'd be a, that, that might be an episode or like a, a set of episodes. That has to be, Jay-Z has to come through with the duck, with the duck, duck is for that. Okay, so Virgos are logical, practical, and systematic in their approach to life. Perfectionist at heart, and isn't afraid to isn't afraid to improve skills through diligent and consistent practice. Um, to especially in tune to the ingredients that make up a whole in food and in everything else. I, when, when, I, when are they gonna start talking about me? I, I might believe in astrology is what I'm learning. Um, let's see. That is wild. And, and I had Virgo I was, deals uh, with information like a computer, transforming even the most jumbled set of information into organized, clear concepts. Hmm. But though they long to be meticulous in all pursuits, they must remember that constantly chasing after the ideal can be destructive when applied to self or others. Beauty exists within our imperfections, and it is important for Virgos to learn that flaws are not defects. Above all else, Virgos want to help. They're kind, gentle, and supportive friends and lovers who use their incredible intellect and resourcefulness to problem solve. Um, Virgos want to assist on a practical level, whereas their opposite sign of Pisces offers guidance through spirituality, um, always striving to provide workable solutions and improve broken systems. Methodical, mm. committed, and hardworking, they make excellent teachers, healers, editors, and musicians. So when are you going to start talking about me? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of wild. Uh, I just picked a random one. Like that fit, that, it's not that far off. And I, I feel like it makes sense. Is. Like some of those common themes that we have are like the, probably the things that we get along easiest about. And I remember when I was dating this witch and they went into my whole, um, they went like, into my whole astrological like chart and shit. Huh? Like your whole like astrological chart or whatever. And it was all Virgos. 
it was all Virgo. Like it was all Virgo. I think I did like that Earth once, sign. and I don't think I had that. I don't know. I mean, I wish I really remember what they said, but like, here we are today. My last question. Last question. Okay. Then I'm going to pull up our daily horoscope for today. Oh my gosh. All right. Last question from me. What is more exciting from recent breaking news? That baseball will have a full season with Reavise rules or that America may no longer adhere to daylight savings. So mm. I know what I should say. <laughs> I I'm most excited about baseball. I, I can wake up early or sleep in. I, I don't give a fuck. Let me watch baseball. Okay. I'll be happy. Which, which All right. Bonus question because I'm cheating. Which rule are you happier that has been changed? What's the happiest rule that you're changed about? Um, back to I like, normal I think double DH. headers and shit. I'm a DH guy. Nah. I so I, I've, I've gone different ways. I think it's good for the game. I also just love the shit show of interleague play that you had to completely learn a different style out of like a least professional but, level. I enjoy that. I, I like that maybe the first 10 years of a DH was like 73 or what the fuck. It I, was. I do think it's also good. Like JD Martinez, who's the Red Sox GH, made a good point. Like it's going to be an interesting leveling out where all the years of like NL fans being like, oh, well, those numbers are hollow because he's in the AL and like. Like any true baseball fan knows what's up. You're like, oh, well, he only got those numbers because he's here. Oh, he should get those numbers because he's there. Now it's going to be like, all right, put up or shut up. But I think it's good. It'll keep pitchers healthier. It gives another job opportunity to a player um, to play every day. So I think it's good. Just another job opportunity, I think. I mean, NL is all for at least Montar left. I mean, they've always had an, a DH that wasn't a DH. Yeah, that had to play. Basically, it's basically the motherfucker who plays first base from time to time. So it's just or like, left field. All right. Yeah. Shout out to my guy, Matt Stairs. So it's like one of that those ball things. That may not like, have landed yet. And the reason why, like, to me, that's my favorite rule that they've switched, switched on is because what other sport where half of the league does something different than the other league? That shit doesn't make any sense. So that's kind of why I loved it at the same time. I loved it when it was segregated sports, maybe. But, like, this shit don't make no sense. But I kind of loved it because baseball in and of itself is not a cookie-cutter game. There's no time. There's – like, you just play. So, like, I kind of like that it was a bit of a shit show. See? But oh, I, but no. But the other one I love is just normal doubleheaders and uh, extra innings. I, I don't hate the newer rules that they've now come back from. Like, I think it was good for – yeah, like I hate man on second. I think man on first is better. I don't. Why? I'll, because, I'll give you my defense. Because but. today's baseball players don't know how to play when it comes to a shift. So if you're on first, you're more than likely going to be a double play out because people can't play to it. Because people can't hit to a shift. So to me, to me, putting somebody on second in today's MLB is akin to them negating the idea of the shift if you're asking me as a holistic baseball fan, you have to learn how to hit with the shift, but they outlawed the shift now, so it don't even matter. Yeah, that one I'm mad about. Um, 
But no, the reason I say runner on first versus runner on second is you have to earn your way around the bases still. But you don't, though. But you kind of do. Because really when you when you're a man on second, even with shifts and stuff, you bunt, he's on third, one out. Now okay. any contact and he's in. This Whereas, you know, you're giving the defense a shot. This, this is my rebuttal. You don't earn anything because in today's baseball, base running isn't a real thing. So you're at the mercy of the hitter. So putting him on first is literally just saying like, well, good luck with whoever's at pl- at the plate because to me, to me, it's like NFL overtime screen. versus college. No, but does no, defense but like, matter? Give the no, defense a chance to turn it's not a double defense, play. But, it, but, but no, but it's not defense because there's an offensive skill that literally people are not using anymore. It's like if somebody stopped taking jump shots. Stealing a base is akin to yeah, taking. Ben a jump Simmons shot. is still in the NBA. I don't know what we're talking about. No, here. he's not. He hasn't played in over a year, so he's not in the NBA. You're not wrong. So him and Kyrie combined for like 60 plus tonight though, or 50 plus. But that's, or but that's, that's part of the thing that I'm saying where it's just like, at what point do we acknowledge the fact that baseball has holes in it now? And I think that the rules in the past covered up the holes where we're just like, well, everybody can run a base. Everybody can steal a base. Everybody should be able to hit. That's not true. Pitchers are not hitting. People are not stealing bases. People can't hit against a shift. Like these are serious issues in my mind, at least as a baseball fan mm-hmm. that you should advise in the minors and before the minors, but baseball has come out and said that we don't want to do that. So we're just going to switch everything around, which to me, if you're going to switch one thing, you got to switch it all. And to me, I, like as a purist, like, like you said, I would rather a man on first and second, but I know they're not going to do anything about the, the, the shifting. So like, why would I want to see multiple double plays? Like I just, mm, it is what it is. I'd rather put somebody on second. I did, I'm a defense guy though. Hmm? I'm a defense guy though. So I'm all for it. I'm a defense guy too, but I feel like if a guy's on second, then you got to prove your arm. Because yes. if you think about it, it if puts the pressure on the pitcher too. But if you shift and the guy's on first, you're not really doing shit because people don't know how to hit in the shift. You're not really showing that you're a great defensive player. You're just showing that I'm in the right spot. Yeah, well, I, I guess I sh- should also preface that like I hate the changes when it comes to the shift. Never, never I agree. liked it. Dude, I agree. Fucking I hit. think that you got to learn how to fucking hit. Like, 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 I look at that the same way as the people that are, you know, not to use the NFL too much as the standard for this, but, like, I look at that as the same way as the NFL OT rules. Play some fucking yeah. defense. Play defense and learn how to hit. Why? Like, why are we right. making it easier I for the for the offense? I get it sells more, but that you're tarnishing the sport. To me, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. Like, I, don't even be, I don't believe that. You know why I don't believe that? Because – all of the small market cities in America who have professional teams, name me one, name me one small market that won because of offense. Yeah, none. But in the history of any sport. So, like, obviously the small markets appreciate defense. And if you add the small markets up, it equip it, it excuse me, it escalates and equip and is equal to a bigger market. So, like that whole idea that offense sells is bullshit because. Detroit has multiple championships. Um, Seattle would have had a camp championship if, if you know, Gary Payton and Terrace Calf muscle, but it's never here nor there. But they were a defensive team with highlights. Golden State, those years without Kevin Durant, they were a defensive team. They were number yeah. one defense in the league, but they pretend but like they they used to shoot threes so it looked flashy. So, like to me, that's a that's a whole lot of bullshit. It's it's a reason for people not to try. I think that I think owners put that into the atmosphere so that their players don't get hurt because more players get hurt on defense than playing offense. Mm, that might that might be an interesting way of looking at it. Who's the last great two-way player in soccer? I can't name him. Stevie G? 
Ooh. I like that. And CVG's been retired for, what, eight years now? Effectively, yeah. He played a couple years in the MLS, but that doesn't count. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Whoa. Ugh. He's I mean, he's, he's out there out. saving Aston Villa's season already as their manager. So, like, he's been in so management like, for a few years now. But doesn't that say a lot? When I was on a plane back to Philadelphia. Actually, no, that, that, that's not fair. There, there's a few that are still, I would say, in that. Who? Oh. I, I would throw. Uh, I say Ingo, great players. Not Golo Conte. That's not a great player. That's a good player. What do you mean it's not a great player? Not a great player. He's not Stevie when I say G great, level. When I say great, no, no. When I'm I say great, this, great. This, is, this is what I mean by great. Okay. That very good player, great on that person's team. Not what I'm saying. I mean, I'm you're talking, talking about that Stevie level, icon level. Or somebody who's selling tickets. That's different. Yeah. That's what I mean. Not definitely, but, but it's like, like, I look at it the same way as like the shift stuff. It's like, there's a lot of guys that I watch. I'm like, you're capable of it. Yeah. When I was, you know, you know it's like, you know, perfect example. Like someone said this and it really bothered me. Like someone was like, you know, obviously I had to be defensive of this person, but they were like, oh, well, David Ortiz's swing was tailor made for Fenway Park. No, he was he a pull hitter. Players. He learned how to hit to use yes. the part that he had. And he, and played he, for he was just like, wins. oh, I can hit 50 doubles a year. If I just hit and, it the other way, sick. I'll do that. And then. how the fuck do you know he's going to play for the Red Sox? He didn't. He played for the fucking Twins. Yeah, so they're like, like, oh, well, he was good at, at, at in Boston and not there because he you know. like he had a swing tip. Like, no, he was still a pull hitter. And then just over time, he learned that he could hit 45 to 50 doubles a year hitting it the other way. And I'm going to say this, too, because it hurts. It literally, I'm not even bullshitting you, no joke, all jokes aside. This literally brought my brought me up to tears last week when I saw it. But when I saw that Deion Sanders had part of his foot amputated, like, that shit broke my heart. It really, I'm not even joking, it really broke my heart. And Apparently, they got really into it with the Barcelona documentary, like, in the operating room. Let's, let's talk about that after this one, because I didn't know that. But, like, after the fact, when I saw that, I downloaded on Disney Plus Dion's double play. Um, because I never saw the whole thing, I only saw a part of it. I haven't, I haven't Deion, watched it. And Deion Sanders is my favorite football player of all time. Like any position, any level, he's my favorite football player of all time. And did you know when Deion Sanders was with the Braves during that World Series, and I think it was 95 when they it lost, right. he had the best batting average and OPS of any person on both teams. And they benched him. Batting average doesn't seem crazy. OPS, I'm really surprised. And they benched him in the round prior because he was playing in both sports. That's so crazy. imagine if they won, imagine if they won the fucking world series and he had to be MVP. That's like uh, how the Seahawks didn't want Marshawn to be the uh, MVP. Yes. So they threw the fucking ball. Yeah. And when Deion said, I want to hear about the barrel stool thing. When Deion said, I haven't watched it, so I can't really speak to it. It's just, I saw some of the promotional stuff. Okay. Then this is what we're going to do. We're going to do that as a, as a live feedback. Remember we thought we were going to watch stuff and yep. talk in the okay. commentary. When he lost his big toe and his, I think it was his second toe, that shit, like, that really fucked me up because Deion Sanders is arguably, I think Deion Sanders is the fastest athlete I've ever seen in my life. In my personal opinion, he's the fastest athlete I've ever seen in my life. He's shifty, how he used to high step, how he used to dance and such shit, and now he has part of a foot. And, and almost, almost, like, they, like they were saying, like, there was a chance the entire leg was going to get amputated. Like, there, there was certain points where they were worried about, like, his life. Yes. 
And he he kept his eyes closed. He refused to even look at anything until they showed him his toes and it was gone. And he started crying. Yeah. That shit fucked me up, man. And I, and I didn't realize that, like, uh, and Deion Sanders was, again, favorite ball player of all time. But when I think about Deion, I don't think about Deion Sanders every day. I'm not out here like, I wonder what would Deion do? Like, it's not like, but when that happened, I realized how connected I am to that man. Yeah. And, like, that's one of those things where, like, I feel like um, I've, I've never, like, the people were like, oh, well, this person, like, Kobe's a good example. It's like, well, this person died, but you don't know them. Like, why are you upset? Like, you can still be affected by people that you've never met. Oh, Kobe fucked me up, man. That fucked me up. Can I say one more thing about Dion? Yeah. I realize, I mean, I've, I've loved Dion from the 90s on. Even when he played for the Cowboys, don't tell nobody, though. When he got inducted into the Hall of Fame and they said, well, prime time couldn't tackle. He refused to tackle. He looked in the camera and he said, I've been tackling my mom bills for 30 years. Don't tell me I can't tackle. Tackle what matters. Come on, man. Come on. Different one. It's different level. Shout out to Prime. And when he tried to shake Jerry Rice's hand, he ignored him. <laughs> he was like, no, fuck that. He's like, okay. Do I love Prime? And, and you know this. You know this already. So I'm not saying anything you don't know, but I want to tell the, the listeners. There's never been a person in the entire history of both of these sports who ever played him at the same time, but Deion Sanders. People think Bo Jackson did it. He didn't. He played baseball into the baseball season over than he played football. Prime played both sports at the same time during the season in the championships. Like, like you, not like, even I just think... the championship. No, no, no. Don't even do that. Don't even do that. Because if you could, you could play for the Mariners. No offense, you could play for the Mariners and never make it to the championship. Yeah, that's true. Just in general, and, and he played for like the franchises. If ever the Yankees, played for the Cowboys, the Braves. The... Come on, man. The, he even played for the Reds, and the Reds is a historic. They haven't been good in the last twenty years. Red but machine. like historically speaking, the Reds are amazing. Yeah. But that's what's crazy. Like he's the only person in the history of the NFL and MLB who played for both teams at the same time. That's crazy. Isn't that I, I, feel, I feel like I didn't. I mean, I, I was a little young for like Prime's actual playing career, mm-hmm. so it was really he was to me not that different than Bo, where it was all hearing about it and like memories of it. But like I feel like him as a person is someone that I've learned to love in the last few years. I think Deion Sanders gets a bad rap because of his cockiness, but in my mind, it's not cockiness if it's honest. Right, and, and that's like this, like that's how I am with everyone. If you're authentic, I can respect it. Like that's why I love Ali because if Ali was like, oh, "I'm going to knock you out in three rounds," and he knocks you on three rounds, what do you want me to say about that? He yeah, he like like I would another one that like I've had made this argument before is like. When Gronk is doing like weird party boy shit, I think that's just kind of who he is to a degree. Mm-hmm. But when Travis Kelsey does it, I'm like, this isn't you. It feels fake. Yeah. Do you but like, but like, I, I saw like there was a great clip of Dion giving one of his kids a full scholarship where he made like an entire skit with his with the kid's mom, oh, and cool. he and he was like, I want you to come in, you know, be talking all all this stuff like, oh, you're not taking care of my baby, you're not taking care of my baby. And he was like, well, I got to take care of mama's baby. So you're on full ride or like or something like that. It was, but it was like in the most Dion way. And I was like, that's dope. It's like he's got Gilly and Wallow in there, like trying to teach kids stuff. Like, he, like it feels like he's teaching more life lessons than you see from most college coaches do. But I think it's beautiful. Why, why do you think people hate Dion so much? Because he's loud and he's a disruptor and people hate change. And this is not me 
doing this, but I need to say it. What percentage of that is because he's black? A high amount. I, I agree, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I really do agree with that. No, that's what I say. He's loud. He's there's uh, been a lot of white like flamboyant people. in the way that he does there's it. There's been a lot of white he's a proud people. black man. He's proud of being a black man. Let me ask you this: Was it between Ric Flair and Deion Sanders? Because I don't see a lot. Um, one's actions were fully scripted. All right, caveat: Deion Sanders said he came up with primetime in his in his college dorm room. They were scripted. That's fair. He knew what he was going to say. He knew he was going to, if you draft me, you're going to need to put me on layaway. That's all like, it ain't by accident. Yeah, no, I don't think, like, he had a professional wrestler's personality. So that's why, like, and we love Ric Flair. Woo! Like, yeah, I love the nature Flair. boy, baby. Oh, my God. What did, what did he say? He said, he was like, he said, fur coats, private jet, like, what? like, it was insane. Yeah. But like, but I, but I think that. High flying. Like, high flying. Rolex wearing. Like, it's yeah. like. Also, 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 I'm happy we got to this point. Rest in peace to Scott Hall, a.k.a. Rose, Razor Ramon. He was struggling with addiction for many years because when he got hurt a lot of times in WWF for all you youngins and the WCW for all you youngins and sometimes in WWE for all you youths, he got prescribed heavy, heavy, heavy narcotics to help with the pain and he became addicted and then... He 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 struggled with it for the last out from from what I understand. I saw a documentary from like ten years ago. For the last at least ten years of his life, he could barely talk the way he used to talk. He um he's a massive human being. Like when it comes to size and weight, and he just died yesterday mm-hmm. um, from being taken off life support after he had complications due to surgery, and then he had multiple heart attacks in the hospital. And I think that it's important to acknowledge that even though people consider wrestling not a real sport, Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Scott They're Hall, still real athletes. And he was the epitome of cool. Like, cool yeah. is something that a lot of, like, I don't watch wrestling anymore, but, like, literally no bullshit, Ivan. I can't make this up. Last week when I was in Washington, I randomly started looking through, like, what's going on in wrestling? I, I don't know why. I don't give a fuck about it. But I was like, let me see what's going on. And I was like, this shit is weak and weird as fuck. And then when I got the news about Scott Hall, I was like, that was a different world. One of the yeah. co-creators of NWO, like he, the toothpick in the month, like it was. A I definitely wish world. I had cared more about wrestling when I was younger. Dude, I, I it, it wasn't my thing, but like definitely, I wish that the and like there's definitely been times that like because I think I would have enjoyed it, and I think, yeah, I try and watch some of the new stuff now every now and again. Like I'll be like, oh, let me watch WrestleMania or Royal Rumble or something. I'm like, yeah, just doesn't do it. I can understand that. And I, and I do think that there's a time gap there. However, I do realize, I do think that there are certain personalities who come from it that transcend wrestling. That's why The Rock is The Rock. That's why Stone Cold is Stone Cold. And even though it's not at the same level at all, that's why Razor Ramon was Razor Ramon, if I'm being honest. Because Razor Ramon, he he had the long, like, wet, curly hair. He had the the, the gruff on his face. He had the, 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 uh, the toothpick. He had the leather vest. He was like six fucking eight or whatever it was. Like he was, he was like maybe six five, but he was like, he was the epitome of like, this is the guy who's going to fuck you up if you push him too far. And the way he talked was so cool. And to me, it's almost, not even almost, in a certain kind of way, it's sad and poetic where it's like when people, he lost the, I think he lost the ability to talk. 
Mm. So like at that point in life, it becomes one of those things where that, that's like, like the saddest oh. thing that can happen to a wrestler too. Yeah. Yeah. So RIP to Razor Ramon, AKA Scott Hall, man. All right. Not, not to take it from sadness to happiness, but F1 season. Always take it from sadness to happiness. I'm down. That's true. F1 season coming up this weekend, Bahrain. Who's winning the race? Come on, man. Always bet on black. The knight himself? Or always bet on beige? I don't know what, what color we consider him, but always bet on black. Oh, so actually, he, here's an interesting one. I think he's doing something pretty cool. I don't know when it's going to take effect on the actual racetrack. He announced mm-hmm. today or yesterday, I don't know if you saw this. I did not. I don't that he is adding his mother's last name to his last name when he races. What? Because he, uh, I, I don't want to butcher it. It's something long. It starts with a B. It's like ball taste. That no, right. um, ball. It's B A L T H A I S E R something. Since I'm the only person who can say this in his podcast, Lewis, that's a mistake. Um, Lewis Hamilton. Let me see. Lewis, that's a mistake. Lewis, uh, Lewis, uh, Larba Leister or some or Larba Leister. Lewis, look at me. Look well, at you guys. She, she's the white side of his family. I, you had to clearly you had to explain clearly. that. Yeah. <laughs> you had Hamilton, hey, yeah. Hamilton, yeah. Um, okay, let, let me see. But, but he was basically saying, like, I want to carry her name forward, which I think is dope. No, it's not. No, no the, don't the, do that. the thought behind it. You're part cool. of the problem. No, you're part of the problem, Ivan. Just because somebody Hamilton's has a good thought, cool, just because somebody has a good thought, don't mean it's a good idea. No, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what that's I'm not what you're saying. You were like, yeah. No, I think it's a, cool, a cool gesture. It no, it's not. It's not. You know how you can do that? Yeah. Here, let, let, let me have him say it. Let me have him say it. Oh my god. Name Hamilton. Um, I'm. I'm actually. Uh, none of you might know that my mom's name is Labalastier, and I'm just about to put that in my name. Hamilton's mom. It sounds, like, sounds like white clapping. Yeah, he was in Dubai, I think. Oh, that's not white clapping. That's Middle Eastern clapping. They don't want. To, they speak Arabic. They didn't even know what he said. They was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, let's go, Louis." Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. The, the thought behind it is nice. It's just Louis Hamilton not, sounds man. dope, though. He's what 38? Now, <laughs> after after and arguably when he's no longer in his prime, which we will say it. He's thirty-seven. He sorry, he just turned thirty-seven. Nah, man, get out. Get the fuck out of here, Louis. Here's oh my here's God. here's my other rule. I can't really tell you what to do when you make $40 million a year. Yes, I can. Yes, Actually, I can. that's true. You know I, tell, I tell Roger Goodell what he should do all the time. And right, he makes way more than $40 million. So yeah. that's why we could tell them, like, hey, you're making a mistake. Who are you to tell me this? Somebody who cares about your well-being and who also doesn't yeah, make $40 million. That Lewis Hamilton is just such a nice, clean. Dude, this is a mistake. And you know, it, it, sorry, somehow, uh, the, the other last name sounds good when you add the sir part, but if you're no, just going to report on the race, it, it doesn't. doesn't. It doesn't. So, so Lewis you know, Hamilton, you know Ballastier? No. Sounds very doesn't. British. Exactly. So, what I'm going to say is right now, these are the moments where you realize that you have nothing else in life to worry about. Because you're allowing yourself to do this dumb shit. Like this. Oh, you, oh, you mean when you get to his point of like, it's all good? Because think about this. Think about this. All your merch has to be changed. Car has to be changed. 
outfit has to be changed. Checking account has to be changed. You telling me if as Lewis Hamilton, where he can win $4 million in one race, he has to change all of that and hopefully gets paid eventually. This is stupid. And for a name that's not even fly. Yeah. If, if he had been going by Lewis. Ooh. So he, he, would it work had he gone the other way? If he was no. Lewis LaBalastier, then Hamilton, I feel like, would feel weird. No. It's too late in the game. Yeah, that's fair. If he it, did just, it there's, there's he... also, like, racing. I think hockey has the same thing. If you have a nice, clean name, because of the pace at which the game is played, you keep it. Like, there's no between. Like, with football or baseball, there's so much, like, pace of play. It's like, cool, nice. But, like, Gilchrist, like, Michael Kidd Gilchrist, will never sound as cool as Steph Curry. And not just because of the way they play. The only – his aunt was amazing. She died of cancer. She worked with my brother. Real dope woman. Who? MKGs? Um, but the uh, – huh? MKGs? Yeah. She was she was cool as shit, man. Um, the only thing I would say about that is the only diff- – the main – not the only – the main difference that I see with that is that you can pronounce Michael K. Gilchrist. Hockey is different where people have a hard time pronouncing. Russians. They have a hard time. So, like, when you add other names to names that you haven't mastered yet, it doesn't feel the same. Mm -hmm. But if your name was Michael Thomas Costasier, you'd be like, where did the Costasier come from? But if your name was, like, Johan just burned, like, it'd be like, oh, okay, cool. It it flows a little bit differently. And you're making a fucking big mistake, dude. But even even with the Russians that have cool names, Evgeny Malkin objectively sounds cooler. He's Alex Ovechkin. Objectively cooler. Yes. Evgeny Malkin is my favorite hockey player in the last syllables matter. Syllables matter in those sports. Yes. And and being able to say it at key moments matter. But exactly. That's what I was getting to with racing. What do you mean? Hamilton Ballastier does crosses is coming through the final corner, does not hit the same way. No, and like, and, are you gonna have to change like when they give him the great when his race engineers and this hypes everyone up? I I learned this watching all the race last year when they come on the radio and go, "It's hammer time." When he's like, "Okay, I'm just gonna run through the entire field real quick," you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, and you know what's crazy? It doesn't it's hit the same. Sound, yeah, it's gonna sound fucked up. If his mom at this point was like, "You need to have my last name," fuck your mom. I know that sounds fucked up, but it is what it is. Don't it's actually do about. that. But yeah, metaphorically. Ah, speaking. you can wear a condom. Okay, and and like I think that's enough for tonight. <laughs> we are quite right. right. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna say we're quite right on that one, but uh, so you you going with Lewis? Come on, you know I'm going. With, uh, actually, no, I'm not anymore because he has opted out of being black. So uh, they they keep talking about how they don't feel good about their car this year, which is interesting. And he's also 38. He's past his prime. They brought in a, a new young dog to join the team. He doesn't have his old faithful, reliable uh, teammate that he's had the last five or six years. Give me but yeah, no, no preseason testing. They weren't like outpacing everyone. Give me Ferrari looks good. Give me the wise person on the team. Who was it? The whitest person. It might be his teammate. I'm going with his teammate though. <laughs> like George Russell. Oh, that's not white enough. I need George. Johannes Can I show you a picture Russell. of him? And see, I need George Johannesburg Russell, though. I need something that's like sounds like you have colonized land, but 
look at this picture and tell me he's not the whitest person. Uh, why, why isn't it working? Um, here. That's his new he teammate. Looks, he looks like Johanna Young JJ. <laughs> um, who are the other whitest uh, drivers? Um, another guy I think of, but he's like just cool, so, which makes me makes him feel less like the white stereotype. Is Sebastian Vettel? Who's a legend? I know who Sebastian Vettel is. Yeah, but he's funny and like just dope. Yeah, that's uh, racist, man. He's funny, so he can't be that white. That's yeah. fucked up, dog. But, but, like, I'm also thinking of, like, British white. Nah, like, like racist, does, yeah. Like, does it, sure. Um, like, the Australian <laughs> doesn't count. The Dutchman, does, like, Max Verstappen doesn't feel like he can be the whitest guy on the track. Um, I mean, there's something about Dutch people. I haven't seen – I've only seen three black Dutch people in my entire life, so. They all played for Liverpool. Yes, literally, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> I, no bullshit. I was like, they all play fucking football. <laughs> Um, let's see. Let me let me go through uh, Kevin Magnuson, maybe. No. When you say give me some criteria, what makes someone the whitest person on the grid? Well, your name has to invoke nothing but whiteness off the rip. That's 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 the first part. George Russell doesn't do that. It doesn't because George is miscellaneous at this point in time. Like Jorge is George. You could just be mispronouncing it. You know okay. what I mean? What about Mm-hmm. See, you start to think about it, and you realize that it's like, damn, there's a lot. Like, if you told me George Russell came with T and Krampus, I'm like, mm, there's something there. He probably does. Um, but Pierre Gasly, like that feels like too cool a name. That could be black. That could be hundred percent a black dude. Yeah. My name is He's Maurice. French. He's French. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Maurice Cotman. Alex Albon. Alex Albon. That's kind of white. That's pretty white. And he's black. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Lance Stroll might be. Yeah, that's that's that sounds Lance like a Stroll, because the, the, like one of my favorite drivers. So like he doesn't come across that way to me from a personality standpoint. Would be Lando Norris, but then I think of Lando Calrissian and Campy. Uh, yeah, no, awesome. I think it might might be Lance Stroll. His daddy's a billionaire who owns his team, and that's why he has the seat that he has. Because also, I can't respect Mick Schumacher like that. Tell me that's not cool. Tell me that's the yeah, cool. yeah, all-time bad guy cool. That's And the crazy part was, he wasn't always a bad guy. That's how cool yeah. the, 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 the heroes used to be. Yeah, because I feel like you can't, like, you a Schumacher can't be the whitest guy there. Or maybe he can. Schumacher sounds white as fuck. But it's Michael's kid. I know, but still, it sounds, like I said, the first step. Your name has to invoke whiteness in your See, mind. but that's what I'm saying. Him and Kevin Magnuson are the two teammates on that team, and their car is usually white. Mm-hmm. Valtteri Botas, that's another one. Um, he's Finnish. He's, he's uh, Lewis's old teammate, but but okay. Yeah, Lance Stroll, which, which also works because he was on my top three hate list. Yeah, I know. From I have it there. So. I'm about to get. I'm about to get his whole flame retardant suit. You might need it for season three. I doubt it because it's all scripted. But okay. No, there, there was someone that needed it in season three. Did he spoil die? It. I'm not gonna. Spoil Did it don't count? That's fine. I'm not gonna spoil it. Almost, he didn't die. I know he didn't die because I looked into who died recently in Formula One. It hasn't been that many people. 
uh, you there is a point where you see not someone die, but like you see the reaction to people watching someone die in Formula Two. But if he didn't die, listen, if he dies, he th- dies. This guy, everyone thought I think was dead, but yeah, no, it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. I think it's gonna be a good race. Um, Ferrari looked strong so far, so we'll see. Shout out to Ferrari, man. But it definitely Wait, feels can't... like like both Lewis and his teammate are like, yeah, our car's not very good. And it's like, okay, this feels like smoke and mirrors, like normal for Mercedes, who are just going to come out and smoke everyone. I literally can't wait to show you what I'm going to wear when I watch the show. And it's stuff that I've already owned, which is sad, but also dope. <laughs> just a full racing suit? I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to no send spoilers. you pictures. Like, I'm going to send you pictures of me in my outfit and then pictures of where I'm at in the series. <laughs> Okay, cool. That sounds good. I, I just bought another uh, T-shirt for this weekend. That has a racer's name on it. We have a racist name on it. Okay, racer, we're quite right. racer, yeah. racer, Razor Ramon or racist? Which one are we talking about? Neither. If you got to hesitate, then it's the Boris one. We're quite right. 